Snitsky! It's Snitsky! Hey, Lita! Say hi to my new friend. Shut up! Oh, it's a little baby boy. What's your name, little baby? Oh, how cute. He doesn't know his name. Did your baby have a name? I guess we'll never know. What's the matter, Lita? You look a little worried. Are you scared I'm gonna drop him? Go ahead, take him. Go ahead, take him. No, you can't have him. He's mine. And I'll do to him whatever I want. Champion Showcase coming up in just a bit, but ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, it is the $1 million Tough Enough. This past weekend, Venice Beach, California, there were over 1,000 applicants. We brought 50 to Venice Beach. We narrowed it down to eight finalists, and what a weekend it was. Big time. I mean, you know what? I don't think it's about the million dollars. I mean, sure, it's great for one of these young athletes to win a million-dollar contract. That's awesome. That's great. I think it's about the desire, the passion, the dedication that they show here and how tough it really is to try and become a WWE superstar and the privileges that you know I've been fortunate enough to have to be in that ring. And unfortunately, SmackDown's not long enough to really tell all these stories of all, all these young people, but I'll tell you what, this Tough Enough, and I've been a part of all the other Tough Enoughs, will be the toughest Tough Enough of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 66 of the RA Era podcast. The only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered us four weeks of trying to convince you that tough enough brings success. As it is time... Male diva <laughs> ...to shuffle towards Survivor Series 2004. As always, I am Dave, and as always, joining me is Big Sexy Michael Rag. Good evening. Good evening, young man. How are you doing? I'm all right. Are you ready to shuffle? I'm really get some shuffling. Have you got your shoes on? We were a toss up, weren't it? We were, we were tossing up between whether it were going to be shuffle or stroll. We were thinking, uh, what, what other words have we used to describe fucking movement? <laughs> anyway, I'm getting straight into this. Straight into this, because this is some shocking news, Michael, on the back of Taboo Tuesday. Ooh, Tom. Now, now. <laughs> Spill the tea. Now, cast your mind back very recently 
this, I won't say this time last year, but it were approaching it, where WWE had that very, very dark day where they released a vast majority of their mid-card. Mm. Well, back in 2004, Michael, on the week after Taboo Tuesday, this was the fucking draft, rough draft. The 1st of November, so it's the day after Taboo Tuesday. The WWE released A-Train and Billy Gunn from their contracts today. We wish them best in their future endeavours. Now, Billy Gunn, we've been dealing with a variety of injuries that have kept him on the shelf for most of the year. Where we've seen him appear now and again, like with Bob Ollie and stuff, but he's been certainly not been a regular for a long time. And A-Train, um, we've not seen him, well, probably seen him twice. since I he think last time was the draft. Yeah, well, he got traded, didn't he, with um, Chuck yeah. Palumbo for Rico and Miss Jackie, uh, and, and nothing, yeah, nothing happened since. So you can kind of understand, but mm, it, it still hurts. It still hurts. Poor Billy. Also, Michael, on November the 1st, 2004, the WWE's official site is now reporting that Test has been released, along with A-Train and Billy Gunn. We've not really seen Test. <laughs> For a long time, since Scott Steiner fucked off, and that feels like fucking years ago, years ago. So that's another one. Um, now, there's a there's a touchy subject though with Test because apparently he's recently undergone neck surgery, uh, which makes his release a bit suspicious because like there's a there's a massive thing within WWE that they don't release guys who are injured and on the shelf uh, because yeah. then they've got to, they've got to look after themselves. Um, and now apparently a picture of a picture of test was taken a couple of weeks ago uh, and he said to be looking a lot thinner than he did while working in the WWE. Um, now, like I said, it's been, yeah, he's been a while. He's been probably, he's gone best part of a year, I'd say. Um, uh, and he's, yeah, off the juice. So yeah, looking a lot thinner. Um, Testicles will be better then. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was all, also reported with A-Train and Billy Gunn that their salaries were approximately 200 grand a year, uh, which WWE sees as a lot for two wrestlers that are on the shelf. Um, but again, it, I can understand the financial concept behind it, but if you've got people that, if they're, if they're not appearing because they're injured, is this now, are we saying that A-Train, Billy Gunn and Test, because they're injured or always injured, fuck them off? Yeah, it's like firing a bunch of people during a pandemic. <laughs> now, a couple of days later, um, it was reported more with Test. Um, he's been out recovering from neck surgery since June. Um, it was informed of his recent release over the phone by Johnny Ace. Um, Ace assured Test that the decision was made solely by Vince McMahon. Um, now, as I said, it's un almost unheard of. Uh, WWE let wrestlers go when he was out and physically unable to work. Mm. Uh, now, the report is he will need at least six months to recover from his injury. So that's now six months that he's, he's, got, uh, he's got to be looking after himself. Um, and he, apparently the story goes on that he approached Johnny Ace and said, well, um, what am I going to do? How am I going to pay for this? And Johnny Ace, simple response is, well, I hope you save some money. What a dick. And then apparently he goes on to tell Test to call WB when he was healthy, to which Test replied, no thanks, which obviously Test did. Uh, and he, he returns for the whole ECW stick. But that is still a good couple of, a couple of years away, isn't it? Yeah, so, 2006, um, 7. Yeah, so what a fucking knobhead. What a fucking knobhead. Um, also, Michael, Wednesday, November the 3rd, courtesy of WWE.com. The WWE has released Gail Kim, Chuck Palumbo and Nidia from their contracts today. We wish them best in their future endeavours. Well, we know where Gail Kim goes. Yeah. Becomes first TNA Knockouts champion. Don't know anything about Nidia. Well, surely it's not long now till Chuck Palumbo, Chuck Palumbo comes back. When he has like the biker taker gimmick with his hair back longer and stuff. Because the last time that we've seen Chuck yeah. Palumbo is in the gimmick, but he's still got like shorter hair and his hair's not grown Peach out. Blonde. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, exactly. Um, like it's very like, much still FBI-esque. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, so that, that's not long. But Nidia... 
I just, yeah, good luck to you because I can't talk ever an idiot ever again. Not, not a single peep out of ever. Not at ever. all. Not at all. Um, the following day, Thursday, November the 4th, according to WB.com, in addition to Gail Kim, Chuck Palumbo and Nidia being released, the WB has added Johnny Stamboli, Rodney Mack and Jazz to the list. Oh, Mac attack's gone. Well, <laughs> I suppose it's one of them where, if you, because obviously there are a couple, um, you get rid of one, you get rid of the, you get rid of the other. Uh, yeah, good luck to them both. Uh, That's your Sunday night heat pre mid card. I know what's yeah. Sunday night heat gonna do. <laughs> what's Sunday night gonna do? Um, also, November the fourth, Michael WB has posted the following to their website this evening. WB releases Rico. Uh, the WB has released Rico. We wish him best in his future endeavours. Now, this one for me is hurt because yeah. I've been enjoying Rico these last few months. With Charlie and I Jackie. I really have. Yeah, really have. It, it, granted, with the gimmick, with the flamboyance and kind of the, the modern day, as in 2004, modern day gold dust. Um, yeah, it's look at you, you're gay. There's only so much you can go with that. There's only so far you can take it. But at um, the same time, it's entertaining. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. For mid-card bollocks, which is exactly what his gimmick is, it's brilliant. It works perfect. So that one for me is like everybody else you can catch. Gail Kim, again, while they've been using her, she's just been helping Trish beat up the good girls. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they've not been doing anything with her, so you can understand it. She's she only been helping Trish because Molly's been helping Trish. Uh, exactly, exactly. Um, and by the way, Michael, I don't know if you've heard, uh, we're recording this on the 10th of March. Uh, as in today, the 10th of March, Molly Holly has been announced as the first inductee for the 2021 Hall of Fame. Fucking finally. Finally? Finally. About fucking... Do you know the worst thing is? Because they're going to induct... It's going to air on the... I want to say the 3rd of April, I may be wrong, on the network. Um, and they're going to induct all the 2020 inductees as well. That's like the Bulldog and like Jeez, the Bella... Uh, JBL. And like the Bella Twins. Yeah. The Bella Twins, who have got in there, and we spoke about this last year when they got announced. They got in there before Molly Holly, so I'm glad that someone like Molly Holly, who, yeah, she was, the problem was, she was a brilliant wrestler in a time where women's wrestling wasn't brilliant. Yeah. She she deserves the credit that Trisha Lee get. Oh, 100%. We, where we've spoken about this, really. Jackie, Victoria. Ivy, Victoria. They don't get she the credit the and the, and the, the applause and the appreciation for their efforts to the women's evolution than Trisha Lita do. Trisha Lita are fucking, fucking goddesses. Um, goddesses. Uh, moving on, Michael. So we're still on Thursday. Um, Uncle Dave, he's reported uh, at the Daily uh, Observer that WWE has actually made 12 cuts this week. Now, 10 so far have been reported. So it's expected that WWE would announce the remaining identity shortly. Now, could you imagine? Because there is 90% of people no out there... No one's been answered the phone. If you think in 2021 that Meltzer reported in the Observer that they've released 10, they've released 10, but they've actually released 12. Could you imagine that 24, 48 hours until they release the next one of who it'd be? The internet would fucking explode. Well, it's exploded when Christian debuted in. <laughs> See, I was. I'm happy with that. I'm happy. With I'm that. happy with he that. He gets to do if, what he wants to do. If he's fit, like he's come out and said, like because he's obviously not been in the ring for the last few years, um, he's not taken any bits of the body for the last few years. Um, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Christian's going to bring ratings. And Christian versus Cody Rhodes for a, a world championship or something like that. That'd be fucking mental. Brilliant. <laughs> Who would have fucking predicted that ten years ago? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Could be a good match, nuts. to be fair. Absolutely. Absolutely. So moving on then, Michael. Friday, nothing. Nothing. No news comes out of WB. Saturday. 
Sources confirmed the release of SmackDown creative team member Dan Madigan. Um, he was personally notified of his termina termination by Stephen McMahon. Um, his release was on the basis of not offering the WWE what they were looking for. He provided um, some of the more over-the-top ideas, including Mordecai. Uh, and that's probably where it all went wrong. And that's WWE why. WB felt like his talent were not best suited for the ideal SmackDown direction. Um, now, apparently with him gone, the creative team on SmackDown now remains Paul Heyman and Dave Lagana. Uh, and also, with keep putting his two penneth in, that apparently, according to the Dirty Dirt Sheets, the roster are not happy with, Bruce Pritchard. He always fucking pops up, does Bruce Pritchard. No. Uh, I enjoy listening to Bruce Pritchard because he's that involved. He's fucking everywhere all the time. He loves the business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Moving on a week. 12th of November. The final release. WB has confirmed the release of Tough Enough 2 winner, Linda Miles. Um, she was known as Shaniqua. Uh, the, ma the, the manager slash dominatrix of the Bashams. Uh, no, she wasn't still there, Michael, to answer your question. She was currently in o OVW. Um, and apparently she's viewed as a problem in WWE. Uh, so many are not shocked by this decision. Um, apparently Miles was guilty of no showing several training sessions and OEW shows. Uh, and not the greatest of reputation on SmackDown, hence why she was booted back to OVW. Um, so yeah, that's your final one. Linda Miles is gone. Um, yeah, Michael, wow. Billy Gunn, A-Train, test. Some some star I players. Why she'd not been Bashams for a while? Yeah, well, she just suddenly disappeared, didn't she? Yeah. Like we spoke about this way, she suddenly just disappeared, and obviously she's popped up in OVW, but bit of a dickhead. Uh, which it's funny because this is the month where we push tough enough contestants as actual legit superstars. Yeah. Because well, we wanted to bit. make you believe that Tough Enough <laughs> is the best thing ever. Anyway, Michael, shall we get shall we get on and pick things up then? So it's two days removed from Taboo Tuesday. We, uh, we are at Smack of the Down, October 21st, 2004. We are not live from the Metro Centre in Rockford, Illinois. Uh, the last time we were here, Carlitos, the US champion, and seems to be getting quite a bit of uh, a rocket fuel uh, behind him. Kurt Angler, Big Show. That seems to be continuing uh, after haircuts and all sorts. But opening the show in a swimsuit is Tony Wilson as your guest ring announcer as our opening match is Carlito versus Rico. And um, he announces him as uh, the current US heavyweight champion. Yes. He seems to have faith in champions. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, Carlito, before the match, he says the title looks good on him, uh, but he would look good on Tory. <laughs> Go on, mate. Hey, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's it. Um, she's not bothered though, so he spits the apple on her, sending Tori running away, which made me chuckle. I'm not going to lie, it made me chuckle. Yeah, always ask before you give a facial, guys. <laughs> uh, Carly, oh, with the, uh, an overdrive, the rocker dropper, netbreaker for the victory. Um, and win what would be, as we've just spoke about, Rico's last match in the WWE. Yeah. Now, like I said, it, for me, big shame. Big shame, and it's one of them where Rico, he never comes back. We don't hear nothing for Rico for ages. Um, I remember him popping up on, do you know, like, WB.com used to do Where Are They yeah, Now segments. Yeah, he was a cop. Yeah, I remember him popping up, and I was like, it's just one of them where, I don't know, like, they never had a billion Chuck reunion. We had multiple DX reunions, multiple well, New Age Outlaw reunions. We never had a billion Chuck. Well, Outlaws were related to the DX. Yeah, but... That's yeah, why... But, we still could yeah, but on SmackDown 1000 or SmackDown 10,000 or whatever it fucking were. Do you think uh, Triple H actually gave a shit about Billy and Chuck? Well, I did. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what that big nose cunt did. This big nose cunt did. 
A man knows is easily bigger than Hunter's. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, so yeah, what did you make to our opening contest? It, well, let down with the fucking shittest finisher ever. It's not. Uh, it's a jobber finish. Like loads of wrestlers. We spoke about this on with loads of wrestlers have used it. It's a shit finish. It just. It's so awkward to set up. I think that's the thing. It's, it's, it's more awkward natural. to set up than a people's elbow. <laughs> yeah. But that's about the glitz and the glam, though, isn't it? This is just, it's just awkward. It's just, the, the guy taking it could easily get out of there in the time it takes for the guy giving it to get himself into position. Absolutely. And the turn just looks awkward as fuck as yeah. well. It looks like it hurts your knee. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're driving that guy's head it should, into should your knee. That rider used to do, where he puts the knee up back at neck and then yes. pulls him back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's various ways you could do that sort of move if you wanted to do it, but just not that way. Bring on the backstabber. We're absolutely. Um, we go to the commentators and they're talking about John Cena's injuries. Um, for those that don't know, he got stabbed up in a nightclub, but apparently he's recovering well. And the doctors, Michael, I'm so happy. The thoughts and prayers and likes and shares helped. Uh, it looks like they're going to save his kidney, which is such a relief to me. Because how would have the world have coped if we never got the You Can't See Me album? Yeah. <laughs> That's coming soon. <laughs> we are reviewing the shit out of that. <laughs> I said that when it was announced. <laughs> um, we see Booker is backstage complaining to Teddy uh, about being put in a six-man tag with Rob Van Dam and Rey Mysterio. Uh, he's done with tag team and I ain't no tag team uh, competitor no more. Uh, Long, he doesn't want to hear it and doesn't care what Booker says. As long as he's out there in the ring tonight, Long needs him to represent gangster, true that, tag team player player. He, he don't care if they fight each other after either. No, get fuck out of each other. Because he if knows that's there, money. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as it's in front of the fans. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, we get a video of Billy Kidman injuring Chavo Guerrero being upset that no one was there for him when he was depressed and down in the dumps. And making his return. We've been hyping this for weeks. According to Michael Cole, the greatest cruiserweight champion in SmackDown history. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> Chavo fucking long senior. <laughs> Uh, Chavo, he talks about the overwhelming support he received while he was sitting at home and he's very grateful and he's been excited to set foot back in the ring again but here comes Billy Kidman to interrupt and I must say, I don't know if I brought this up, I fucking adore Billy Kidman's jacket. Ah, uh, yes. It just looks so shit, it's that shit, it's brilliant. It's like a wannabe version of what like the horseman had. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Proper, like, it's so 80s. It yeah. is so 80s, but it's just, look, it's something different. So, I mean, just bringing a jacket out, it just makes you stand out, uh, just something else. And fair play to him for doing it, and I applaud him. Uh, Kidman, he says they're both victims in this because Kidman suffered too. Uh, the people made him into a monster over an accident, and that's a lot to go through. All it wasn't his is... fault. <laughs> hey! Chavo says this isn't ballet, and talks about a friend who was stuck by him throughout the entire thing. They shake hands, but that friend wasn't Kidman, so Chavo kicks fuck out of him. Uh, a running clothesline... Sends Kidman to the floor. Yeah, so it looks like going forward then we're going to get Charbo versus Kidman. I'm happy with that. that. Does look like the feud going forward. Let's have it. I'm happy with that. We're backstage. Paul Heyman, he comes in to see Adam Wright before his first match on SmackDown. Uh, Long wants to cancel the match, but Adam Wright's having none of it. Uh, apparently, there are some safety concerns, so Adam Wright has to go out in a straitjacket. Uh, neither of them like the idea, with Heyman saying it leaves him vulnerable to the Undertaker, which yes, is fair, fair so enough. Yes, so Wright has to wear a straitjacket, so Taker, a supernatural, undead, wizard, grave-digging biker dude, can beat a defenceless man. We've said it time and time again, because wrestling. But he won't, though, because Undertaker's a good guy. A good guy wouldn't do that. I don't care if you're dead, if they're on a bike, if they're, if they're sat 
on Steve Austin's podcast speaking your weird fucking King of the Hill accent, which I'm still <laughs> flabbergasted by to the day. Um, he wouldn't do it. Bomb. He's a face. He would leave. He would leave Eidenreich until Eidenreich had that straight jacket off. That's what I hope anyway. Because if not, he's a cunt. Up next exactly. is Eidenreich up against Michael. We have not seen this motherfucker since Brock Lesnar used to throw him around. Yeah, it's like he's had an haircut and a new wardrobe as well. This little moron's back. Shannon Moore is making his return to smack of the down. Still a jobber, look, but looks less of a jobber. Yeah, he does. He looks more the Prince of Punk that goes on to wrestle in ECW, WWE ECW, Shannon Moore, than he does the he's Shannon Moore of um, the... Matthew's follower. Matthew's follower and even before that... Brock, Les uh, Brock Lesnar's bitch. Well, Brock Lesnar's bitch when he looked like he just, just a standard generic jobber with just standard generic jobber trousers. This, Like I said, it's something like what Kidman does with a jacket. Make yourself stand out a little bit. Give yourself a wacky hairdo. Put a bit of eye makeup on. Make yourself stand out a little bit. Didn't like help. Three count. I, 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 fuck, hey, you'll be careful what you're saying. Ah, fucking 15, 16 year old me. Fucking love three count. Especially when Tank you Abbott. Tank Abbott. Oh, mate. Honestly, they were very good. They were so shit. They were brilliant. And I, oh, I would love for the internet to be around today for fucking three count. Evan Courageous, Shannon Moore, and uh, Sugar Shane Holmes. Fucking brilliant. When they were fighting off the gold records and stuff. Oh, mate, that's fucking entertainment. <laughs> oh, but there's so many people listening going, No, it's fucking in! <laughs> three count was shit, what are you on about? <laughs> um, Shannon Moore gets battered by Adam Wright. Big boot, backbreaker. Um, swinging boss man slam to finish. Which, again, is such a generic finisher. Um, yeah. Post-match, the jacket goes back on. Heidenreich, though, he's not done. He wants The Undertaker, and he calls him out while defensiveless. Heidenreich, you're fucking stupid. Um, no one comes out, though, and Heidenreich demands him and brings Undertaker out. Um, did you just notice, though, the nasty little egg to the Heidenreich's head? Yes. Now, that's, he's took a little knock to the noggin. Like, I did that years ago when I was a kid. Um, I, was, I was fucking running about playing and ran straight into a washing line pole. And I had the biggest fucking egg that could... And that just made me think straight away, is Iden Wright running to something backstage? Or is he might have been when well, uh, Shannon jumped him before he could get his jacket off. That's a very good shout. Very from, good shout. From what it because clips. I can't say, I can't say A, I was paying attention, or B, I noticed while he was having the match, or before the match. But I certainly noticed at the end. So uh, old, old Shannon stuck one on him. Iden Wright's going to bum him. <laughs> like he did Michael Cole. Now, we go backstage, Michael. Um, what do we see? Uh, Terry Long walking up. No, we do not. Because what we saw in 2004 was Tori coming up to, uh, to Carlito complaining about spitting apple on her. And then Kenzo Suzuki comes up and he starts singing to her. Now, apparently the network have cut this off because of yeah, copyright issue with the music. So then what we see is Teddy Long then coming up to Carlito and asking him about spitting on Tori. It's fucking, you just, it's, what? it's mad. Yeah, it's mad. Where if you think about modern day, where you've got Elias who does covers and, or not just covers, he'll do his own lyrics over covers of, of the instrumentals. So, it, I don't, unless, I imagine fucking, was it Bruce Springsteen, in it that, that Kenzo Suzuki's loving a bit yeah. of a minute? So, I imagine if he comes up singing a bit of Born in the USA, right? but they didn't cut that off the pay per view. What a random little bit to cut off. We ain't paying for that shit. Of all the things, could out. that could have been funny. Of all the things. Um, so yeah, Teddy Long strolls Carlito, asking about spitting on Tory. Uh, Carlito, he doesn't get a chance to answer before Long switches to accusing him of attacking John Cena. You motherfucker, you've stabbed him up. Yeah, but Carlito goes, that's not cool. 
There you go. I'm going to talk to my lawyers. <laughs> That's not cool. Uh, so yeah, Carlito then is uh, number one, number one suspect. So Ted Long was saying that the authorities have been saying that it's Carlito, but why would they be telling Teddy this? <laughs> not just arresting Carlito. Yeah. <laughs> That's a breach, surely. <laughs> we need some CSI WWE going on right now. <laughs> Where's fucking Sheriff Austin? Um, we then see, uh, which was a lovely video package of um, the European tour. And what I loved about it was when we went to Italy and we saw how fucking over the FBI were. Yeah. It was so good to see because I love a bit of FBI on Velocity. And I loved them on SmackDown when they were fucking with The Undertaker. I loved Probably them, guys. Nunzio's on his own now. Yeah, they're just so uh, so over, though. Like, uh, Nunzio's saying how a fan brought a massive FBI fan flag to one of the events. I think it was the one in Florence. Uh, and he brought the fan into the ring. And he goes, I hope he gets the experience that I got. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's so good to see the FBI over. It's fucking so good to see. That little boy grew up to be Santina. <laughs> uh, we go backstage. Orlando Jordan, he interrupts Booker's fucking jump rope session. And it was brilliant. I, I loved it. Because he come up to Booker T and he goes, BT, my man, what's up? Fucking BT. <laughs> Instantly my brain went, man, Booker T needs to have a feud with Scorpio Sky. <laughs> and then my brain went, and then we can throw in Virgil, Virgil in. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't think of a wrestler called Virgin and Virgil came to mind. Okay, I know. But yeah, BT versus Scorpio Sky. I'm all over that. that. That's pretty funny for you. <laughs> um, so he want basically he's, he's come on Booker, get on our side. Yeah, you're really you're a bad guy, really. <laughs> you're not a good guy. Don't pretend you're a good guy. You're a bad guy. Up next, Michael Eddie's feud against Team Beef continues as he goes up against the reflection of imperfection himself, Mark. The basket case himself. Uh, the frog splash is broken up by the big dog. Uh, he gets kicked off the apron and ejected, but the distraction lets Kurt Angle run in. He slides the reflection, a ring bell. Now, the uh, Eddie comes off again, but the splash hits the ring bell, and the reflection, the dirty bastard, gets a victory over your former Cheating. WWE champion, Eddie Guerrero. Cheating to win, though. Dick beat him clean. My issue with the reflection, right, is the fact that, you know, he looks good. He looks like everything you'd want out of your chiseled wrestler. But he's fucking shit. There's one bit in the match, they just come back from an ad break. Eddie does a head headlock takedown, but Jindrak just don't flip, he just falls to the side. It just falls. Yeah. Do you know then the thing is with Jindrak? He's like, I remember the Jindrak when he used to run with Sean O'Hare in WCW yep. before they split the teams because you had, I think it was Sean Stasiak and Chuck Palumbo were running as a team and you got them two running as a team. And then do you like when they all got together with their, was it the new, not the new uh, Um uh, It was Mike fucking thingy's group, Mike Sanders's group. Natural Born Killers. Yes. Natural Born Thrillers. Thrillers, yeah. Um, I'm sure they split the... Oh, it could have even been the New Blood. They, they split the two teams up and then made two new teams. And that's where we got Jindra, uh, Sean O'Hare and Palumbo. That obviously, we saw in WWE. But I remember when Jindrak and O'Hare were tagging together and Jindrak could go. Yeah, he, he could... He, he, was, he, were, he were green, obviously, but he could, he could go a lot better than what we see at the minute with the reflection of imperfection. Fucking Maybe terrible. it's nerves working with a big name. Because like, you weren't possibly, really working with big names in WCW. It would have been Jindrak and O'Hare against, like, Big Vito and Johnny the Bull. Yeah. Anyway, we are backstage again. And Heyman, he comes in to see Long because Heidenreich would like a favour. Um, Heidenreich, he wants a match with The Undertaker at Survivor Series. And Long makes that match without even two seconds it, of thinking. He ponders for, like, 
0.09 of a second. He says, what I need you to do, Paul, is sign the contract. Get the contract signed. He went, well, as I'm here on behalf of Adam Reich, I can sign that. He went, no, no, no. no. Not, not just John. You need to go and get it signed off Undertaker and get it back to me fucking sharpish. Now, have we seen this shit recently? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dada, dada, Fully dada, also involved Paul Heyman. <laughs> we are still backstage. We're backstage a hell of a lot today, Michael. Uh, Booker, yeah. he comes in to see RVD and Rey Mysterio. He says that while they're a great team, he's doing his own thing. He don't want any part of a six-man because I ain't no tag team player player anymore. Player. I am a singles guy. So fucking leave me be and I'll sort my shit out on my own. And Ray and Rob are like, well, we've got to watch each other's back then because it sounds like Booker might want to come after us. Yeah, it sounds a bit paranoid there, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> been, uh, been smoking the old peace pipe, Robert. Michael, this is where the fun begins. Male diva search bollocks. Taz says, if this is anything like his tough enoughs, it'll be the toughest <laughs> tough enough yet. So we see the tough enough competition in Venice Beach, California. Uh, various people talk about what a big chance this is, including a certain uh, former WWE world champion. Uh, in this spot, I believe, is his first ever appearance on WWE TV. It is. Him, him coming and saying, I'm going to be the man. And he, he was. He held the title for twice. Absolutely, he is the man. I love the Miz. We know how we know how much I love the Miz. He's married to Maurice, and he's married to Maurice. He's won that life, uh, and he's got his own reality TV program. He's won that life, and he's in Hollywood. He, oh, he's won that life. Uh, we also see a guy sense. in a tie. He's won at life. <laughs> uh, we see also see a guy in a tie dye named Brian Danovich. Um, he talks about how he wanted to do this his entire life and gets a good amount of screen time. First up is an obstacle course, and then we get a weightlifting test and a 40-yard dash across the sand. Um, after the physical test, we'll have a personality slash charisma test, and that's where Vince will be in there here saying, he goes, he goes, he goes, <laughs> no matter how yep. good he looks. Um, we see some highlights of the physical stuff with various people collapsing and fucking spewing up. Um, Daniel Rodimer, he's very confident and seems to do well with the physical aspects. Um, you can kind of see the potential there. Um, and then we see Marty Wright. Uh, he's very intense with he's got fit. It looks like he's coming to get you. Um, apparently he's 30. He's 30. Cough, cough. He's 30. Cough, cough. 30. And he's ready, 30. ready to prove himself. 30. And he 30. wants a job from Vince. Um, on the second day... Uh, it seems like more of the ex-NFL players, they're collapsing and leaving. <laughs> it's too much for them. Uh, we get one of them, though, he does turn around and apologises for wasting their time, which I was like, that's fair play. Um, Danovich, um, he comes back with a massive bruise on his arm. Uh, it looks, it can't be a torn muscle or something like that. Um, he, did. Uh, he did the obstacle course with one arm. Uh, he actually finished it, which was fucking impressive. Um, he's got a torn bicep and a torn pectoral, and he promises to go big time one day. Um, Al Snow, he gave him a very nice speech and then immediately cut him. I thought you both this con. <laughs> but this, this dude... It does work out for him. Well, after leaving, Johnny Ace, um, he said that because of that heart, WWE wanted to pay for the surgery and then send him to OVW for a development deal. Now, from what I've found on the internet, Michael, it doesn't end well. Um, he kept getting hurt and never made it to the main roster or even a match. Um, he passed away in 2018 from what sounded like an overdose. Uh, he did have a little bit of fame, a very short bit of fame when he appeared on uh, Wrestling With Regret with Brian Zane. I've seen him on Yeah, with Brian Zane. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't sound like life. Life didn't really turn out for him, poor lad. Well, if he would have come back without that bruise, man, it could have been a whole different yeah. fucking thing. It's just... That's, or if he'd not kept getting injured. Yeah, yeah, it's just... That's, life just fuck life's a cunt, isn't it, sometimes? 
Um, we get a quick profile from The Miz where he talks about being on the real world. Um, he says he wants he wanted to be a wrestler from day one and actually proved that he was a good athlete in the tests, which fair fucks to him. Um, it's, this is the thing I've always loved about The Miz, is the fact that he's always said to you, I'll fucking show you. I'll fucking show yeah. you. You, I'll fucking show you. And he carries on doing it to, to never this day. Down. To this day. I love The Miz. Um, but we go back to Marty Wright, Michael. Um, he admits that he's actually 40 years old and was cut for lying. He announces his date of birth <laughs> on TV. <laughs> it's brilliant because... Just need his address now. How, how old are you, Marty? 30. Stop lying to me. Read your, read your driving license. And he reads it. He goes, I'm 40 years old. And he just says, fucking hell. Uh, but Marty Wright, um, he goes on to debut in OVW in about seven to eight months um, as the Boogeyman. And we will be seeing him... But it's not that long after he debuts it probably a year from now I'd say Boogeyman's it's got to be mid 2005 end 2005 because uh, he has that many match with Buck yeah 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 um, so yeah so we'll be seeing Boogeyman very very soon and we also see Daniel Puder who's a UFC fighter who admitted his promo talk is terrible and on the second day he had the best time though on the course uh, and he got a woman in the ring because she thought it were cute fair fucks to him so after narrowing it down the eight finalists for the million dollar male diva search. Kurt Angle's least favourite UFC fire. Skip Sheffield. The shitty sounding name of the spirit squad. Big brother Michael. Justice from American Gladiators. Not that John Mayer. <laughs> I've got that as well. Not, uh, not Chris Nowinski. And the 2021 candidate for Texas 6th Congressional District Special Edition, Daniel Rodimer, who, according to Wikipedia, is endorsed by Donald Trump and Rick Garrison from the Pawn Stars. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see what I can find on them all. So, yeah, we've got we've got <laughs> Daniel Puna, we've got uh, Skip Sheffield, Ryback, Ryan Reeves, we've got the shittiest sounding name of the Spirit Squad, that being Mitch. Because everyone else had a da-da, and he was just a da. Because Dolphin only took Nicky. We've got Real World Mike, Big Brother Michael, uh, Mike Mazanin, The Miz. Uh, we've got Justice from American Gladiators, which is Justice Smith, which I thought was a great name. Um, like, I'm going to be a gladiator. What's your real name? Uh, Justice. Justice Smith. Justice. Right, fucking, we'll get rid of yes. Fucking yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, John Mayer, who I, I couldn't find, apart, I, couldn't, I proper Googled him hard as well. There is nothing, yeah, nothing. You, you have to click through a lot of pages of John Mayer. Yeah, there is, there is, no, it's a different spelling. It's a mayor as in mayor of a town where John Mayer's John Mayer, M-E-Y-E-R. So it was easier to narrow the search down, but there is nothing on the internet for John Mayer apart from Tough Enough. So whatever he's doing in life, if he's still with us, fingers crossed, I hope he's doing well, because I hope he's not free-falling. Yeah, <laughs> read that one down. I was like, can't wait to get that in. And uh, not well done. not Chris Nowinski, uh, Chris Narocki. Yeah, I, I, straight away I was like, does Vince think that Chris Nowinski's signed again for Tough Enough? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I've not seen him on TV for a while, damn it. Probably does. And uh, yeah, Daniel Rodimer, who um, again d d delivers very little in the wrestling world outside of Tough Enough, uh, and yeah, he's ran for Senate and all sorts of jazz, and he's running for whatever the Sixth Congressional District Special Edition is in Texas. He's running for that in 2021, and he's had endorsements from the Trumpster and fucking Rico wants to buy your shit and then sell it for treble the price. Well, he's doing done something with his life, I guess. What do you think to your uh, your final eight of the male diva search? It's going to be good to see 
Miz's uh, build, so to speak. See how far Miz gets. I'm the same with Ryback. Fuck I've got Ryback. Hopefully he's one at first to go. <laughs> uh, now, what annoyed me about this whole thing is just the length of time, Michael. It's like 18 minutes. Um, now, yeah. for me, for a TV segment on a, on a two-hour TV show, an 18-minute segment on, on not, not Diva Bollocks, um, is... It's just really... Why not make it a half-hour special? After. Afterwards, before it. Do you know what I mean? Why not make it a special? Why not make it into a series? Why not... Because that's what it'd be these days. They did it, it a bit first, tough enough. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I just don't get it. Why not? Because they, they're trying to integrate them straight onto TV, aren't they? So the winner is straight away will be a star because he's already mm. been over and you're gauging fan reaction. I think they're trying to do what they did with the Diva Search. Yeah. The, the Diva Search could... Which of these guys gets the best reaction from the crowd? Yeah, because the, the Diva Search could have been something they could have done in a hotel or, or in a big mansion and have it like a, a fucking... Like, like a big brother. Diva mansion. Yeah! I, just, just like, I think that's already in Beverly Hills. Or like Diva's house. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Have all the Divas in it or the not Diva's house. Just something like that. But no, they want to get the fan reaction from the guys. Um, but yeah, moving on then. Uh, JBL and Orlando, uh, they come up to Booker in the back. But he cuts them off and he congratulates JBL for all his success. As a fellow Texan, Booker thinks um, along a similar path and he likes the idea of having a houseboy. Uh, he's just kidding though. And old Orlando did not find that funny. <laughs> did not find that funny. Well. And it is time for your main event. Uh, it is John Bradshaw Layfield, Kenzo Suzuki and Rene Dupree. Something about JBL and two foreigners on a team doesn't sit well with me. What I had an issue with was what they branded this match as. The Champions Champion Show Showcase. <laughs> Surely that should be then JBL teaming with Carlita yeah. against Tag Champs. Yeah. And Spike as well somewhere. Yeah, Spike, yeah, guest referee. Uh, but yeah, so it's JPL, Kenzo and Rene going up against the Van Man, Ray Ray and BT. Well, I'll be damned, man. Well, Booker has to give... You gotta give me a break. I wonder how much JBL paid Booker T. Oh, probably a lot. He's got a ton of coin, JBL. Look at this. Look at the Booker being on the tape. Here comes that close line from hell, Paul. Here it comes, Danny! Breaks down, uh, Van Damme, he misses an axe handle off the apron for a crash into the announcer's table. Uh, Ray, uh, Ray gets uh, DDT on uh, Renee. That was hard to say. 
Oh, that old rhymes, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, Booker, he gets the tag to face JBL and they smile at each other. Uh, Booker loads up Ray for a clothesline, uh, for the clothesline from hell, sorry. But Psych. He, he fucking kicks the bad guys. Booker Super T. Kick. No thigh slap needed. Booker T is back to the good side. Going forward, we've got, a, I was thinking who it was going to be because Eddie's all tied up fighting big men. Um, going Take forward, us behind him right now. Yeah, that's it. Going forward, we're getting JBL versus Booker. I'm happy with that. Absolutely. Hopefully, we get a new champ. Um, but I think JB, the fact that like, towards the end of the show, um, JBL looked fucking salty. Like fuck, Giant is like fuck. Booker's like better than me. <laughs> yeah. So that was straight what I was thinking. Yeah, Booker pinned the WWE champion. There you go. On the same show that the reflection pinned the guy that pinned the guy that Booker pinned. So are you telling me if Booker beats JBL? It's, it's only got to navigate towards the reflection versus Booker T for the work to be retired. You really think Vince would have two <laughs> yes. former WCW Fucking guys yes. challenging for the WWE title? Uh, yeah, well, there is that element. Probably not. That God. There we go. Fucking thing. Fucking thing. So, yeah, it could, it could be that, to be fair. Uh, I, I, Vince might not want to have WCW versus WCW for the WB title on SmackDown. That is a fair, fair point. Fair point. Um, but, yeah, what did you make, Michael, then, to our opening uh, Smack of the Down of this episode that featured round about 10 minutes of in-ring action? So, I'm being nice. This is merely just because of Toy Wilson's outfit from the start. 1.5, maven. Do you know, right, I, I'll give it a 1, right, and that's purely because it... I like, and I do like, and I've always said this, I like my backstage segments, I like the yeah. storyline build. This was one of them that had that. But also, I do want some in-ring action with me wrestling, because I do like wrestling with me wrestling. This just gave me very little, very little when it comes to actual fucking wrestling. Which is why we watch SmackDown. Like, well, we, we used to watch SmackDown for that reason. We used to, not anymore, not anymore for a long time. SmackDown's... Hollyoaks. Yeah, SmackDown's Hollyoaks. <laughs> so... Are you ready, Michael, for our first episode of Monday Night Raw? Yeah, it was weird starting this on a Thursday. Yeah. Have you figured it out yet? Have you figured out what caused all this? It's evolution, baby. And you look like the kind of girl woo, <laughs> that evolution could take out all night long. Woo! How about that, baby? Have you looked at all this? What's causing all this? Thanks, Tonight. but um, I've already got plans. Sorry. <laughs> Christy, you, uh, you like your job? Oh. <laughs> hey. You know, Jericho, you, uh, you're missing that Intercontinental title. If you ever want to see it again, you better learn who's running things around here. What you need to do is you need to learn. What? You need to learn. You need to learn what? How much of a jackass all three of you are? Is that what I need to learn? Huh? Yes. <laughs> oh, you want some of this too, Tiger Woods? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you want some? Jump on, huh? Is there a problem here?
It's October the 25th. Uh, we are from the Veterans Auditorium in Iowa with, and I found the attendance for this one, Michael, 4,500 people in attendance. Nice. I liked uh, the look of the arena inside with the red railing. Mm, yes, definitely. Very Hammerstein-esque. De- yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I, that's, I didn't, that was wasn't what wasn't I, uh, I thought of, but now thinking about after you said that, absolutely. Um, so we're on the fallout of Tableau Tuesday where, let's be right, not much of note really went on. So uh, it was just an extended version of Raw and he's probably just going to carry on this evening. Um, and we open with, now I'm sorry, Smackdown just gave me 18 minutes of Tough Enough. Right. Yep. This showed me the entire, near enough, the entire match as well, the entire Eugene Bischoff coach Vince stuff from Taboo Tuesday. Now, it was funny, but was it that funny to air the whole thing again? Just a highlight video would have done. Just show Eugene winning the match and then Vince coming out, then the sh- head shave. Yeah, it could, it could have been a 30 second thing. 30 seconds, but it ran on to like six minutes. It's fucking stupid. But if you didn't watch the pay-per-view and he was only bothered about this one match. But, but, but you know, straight away, if you didn't watch the pay-per-view, you were getting free pay-per-view content, which was it's yeah. fair play. Fair play. Right? They very rarely do that. Very rarely do that. But I watched the pay-per-view. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Tough shit. I don't want to see it. But here comes Easy e um, Looking like Look, Triple H from 1999. PCW Shane Douglas. Oh, I see. I, I went straight away. I went with Triple H ninety nine. Is that is Shane Douglas ECW not a rip off of Triple H ninety nine or vice versa? Is it all the way? Is it? I um, ripped off Shane. It don't matter who you are. You look a dickhead in that sort of hat. Turn backwards. <laughs> you do. You have a flat cap. Face it forward. Bischoff, short and sweet tonight. I'm having nine off. First time in ages. I'm going to sit back. Inmates are running the asylum. Have fun. So we need a sheriff or a commissioner. Well, here comes oh, evolution. An authority figure who... Have we ever had an authority figure whose nickname has been The Warden? Because that would make sense. <laughs> the Warden. It's, no. it's so shit it could happen, you know it. I imagine it could have been a gimmick in early 90s WWF. It's like with the with Nails and the Boss Man, they could have had The Warden. But is that not a bit on, on par with Big Boss Man? Because he Probably. was... He was... Yeah, but he weren't though, were they? Because he, he wrestled like he looked like a wrestler, a, a police officer. But they told you he worked in a prison. They still <laughs> worked in a prison, even, even though he was dressed as a SWAT guy. <laughs> so many problems with that fucking character. I love Big Boss Man. Fucking adored him. Adored him. Uh, so Triple H says, while the boss is away, the game will play. And he says, tonight, strength in numbers. We're running the fucking show. And it's not because he's world, I'm world champion, because there's fucking three of us. And what are you going to do nah. about it? It's because your son-in-law, mate. That's why you're in charge. <laughs> and he's going to start things off by giving Ric Flair anything he wants. Uh, Flair got right to it and says, I want Orton one more time because Orton got lucky last week. <laughs> Just I want to say last night. I want to say last night. Um, Flair with an oh, amazing line, though. He turned to Hunter and he was like, I'm still a legend, right, champ? <laughs> Woo! Just looking for that validation. It shows his... Doubting himself. And Flair says it's a lot harder to stay the man than it is to be the man. But Orton isn't even the man in the first place. Uh, Hunter, he grants that request. Um, but Randy Orton, he comes out. Uh, we get a nice RKO channel. Now, for me, 
Do you know, I always said, I always like to try and find that one turning point where, for me, I think it made Vince's mind sway. He seemed to fumble and mumble over so many lines in this promo. Yeah, he wasn't on top form here. Not at all. And I just, I don't know, could this be that one promo that is the catalyst of the downfall of Randy Orton, the face? If Randy Orton, Randy Orton, the face should have got over where Randy Orton never ever would have to be a heel probably for another 10 years but it didn't it didn't fucking work because Triple H yeah. <laughs> Orton is a heel keep, keep the man down ah oh, fucking 100% 100% Orton's better when he's throwing up fucking tar <laughs> I can't wait to see where this goes <laughs> fucking is, are the they gonna, is it going to like barf up that much and then Cameron's going to look at it and then Fiend's just going to rise out what about rise if he t what about if he turns into his own version of the Fiend and this is a start. It turns into like a snake. <laughs> I don't know. Start spitting a snake tongue and that. And <laughs> it just walks around dressed as Voldemort. <laughs> Anything could happen in the wacky, wonderful world of wrestling. Um, so the promo ends with Orton saying, I'll wrestle Ric Flair, but I want a shot at you. And he says, no problem. You can have a shot at me if you beat Flair. But if you lose, as long as I'm champ, you'll never get another shot. Why do faces walk into these situations? It never ends well. Yeah, just... If they not watch wrestling, it never ends well. This guy, this kid should know this. He should Why know he accepts that, I don't know. He should be fully aware he should know this. Uh, up next, IC title rematch. Jericho versus your new champion, Benjamin. Uh, we get a walls attempt from Jericho. It gets reversed with Shelton spinning around lovely, turning it into a body scissors for the victory and to retain completely clean, which is exactly how it should have been. He's pinned Jericho twice in, in a couple of weeks. Um, he's also he already had victories over like Hunter and stuff. Um, Shelton, choo, choo, The train's it's coming. Forward. It's moving forward. I loved how it was the line team as well. That he was going for because that's the fucking finisher, and not the Did you notice crab. as well during Shelton's entrance? CM Punk sign. I did, I did. Yeah, I, do you know, I thought, I, I thought I didn't. Because uh, I, 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 really, <laughs> I, 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 oh, have I seen shit? <laughs> yeah, but I'm not even gonna lie. I put it in my notes and I removed it because I was like, I'd seen shit, and I like, I couldn't, I, like, I didn't have time or I couldn't be bothered <laughs> to go back and check it or forgot. I think I just forgot to go back and check it. But now you mentioned it, yeah, it was like in the right top right yeah. hand corner of the screen, wasn't right, it? Right, pink sign, yeah. black letters. I, I saw just CM Punk. something, but I, I, I oh fucking hell, fucking hell, two thousand four. Uh, 2004 uh, post-match Jericho he shakes his hand and leaves but Christian Christian there's your feud going forward he gives Shelton the unprettier and holds up the title there you go that side boom there's your next feud just, Christian just wants his baby back baby back baby back ribs absolutely uh, we go backstage we see Bish and Coach having a drink uh, while the inmates are running the asylum I love how Coach has got the night off as well well he's Bischoff's boy isn't he he's like well if you're not working I'm not working if you're not working, you can't find me. Up next, Michael. Alexa, define gang rape. Uh, evolution. They surround Christy Hemi outside the woman's locker room with Flair hitting on her. Uh, she has plans for the night, so she's not bothered. But Triple H then puts his arm up and won't let her go. And it's like, instantly, this is how it starts. Like, whoa. Fuck it. Do you know what I mean? Whoa. Nah, she, no means no. Bit much. 
bit much. Uh, Jericho, he bumps into them, so Evolution corners him. Um, he says if they ever want an Incontinental title back, uh, he better learn who is running things around here. And then the camera pans and main event Maven comes up. Give him yes. big and chest puffed out. Fucking loved it. And then suddenly Alan turns into 2003 and he calls Maven Tiger Woods. Bit uncalled for. Bit uncalled for. And then the camera pans again and Benoit's there. Also with a bunch of all the jobbers, all the mid-carders. Buzzgo Express, our resident soup heroes. They send Evolution bailing. Um, well, well, that Survivor Series. I smell Survivor Series. Uh, we recap Edge's driving to crazy land last week, starting with him losing the pole, picking up the tag titles despite walking out, uh, finishing the night by costing Michaels the world title. Uh, Edge is over like Rover at a minute. Yeah, uh, but it's promo. It's a, yeah. an Edge promo in 2004. I came back after a year with a broken neck. Edge promo 2021. I came back after nine years retired due to an old broken neck. Well, JR is interviewing Edge via satellite and then he goes to bring out Shawn Michaels. Uh, and then it makes me chuckle because JR goes, I don't deserve to be in a Hall of Famer like you, Sean. And then goes to leave. He goes, yes, you do, Jer uh, Jim. Sorry, yes, you do. If, Poor if anyone You does. do. You <laughs> exactly. Do. You do. But then Sean goes on to say, he goes, yeah, he's got a bad knee. And yeah, he's had a bad back. Uh, but he's had wear and tear over 20 years in wrestling. Edge has had all these injuries in space of a fortnight. He's like, you are broken. You are made out of polystyrene, young man. He's like, I'm built out of fucking solid concrete and now and again, a little bit chips away. <laughs> but you, my son, you are made of bubble wrap. But this, with Edge being via satellite, I thought he might have run down and... One of the old, not actually via satellite, yeah. And he's just in this jack fucking motherfucker coming for you. HBK um, was... Pausing a lot like he was thinking, Oh, the fuck up, Edge. I'm always killing you. I just want to go pull. Yeah, maybe Sean had not read the scripts and Sean had seen the screen thinking, Well, that's what happens every time. So he's, he's going to come eventually. Where's he going to come from? But yeah, he should have come out and just feed him. Uh, Michaels then he goes on to, to give a little fucking I lost my smile smile speech. Uh, I'm going away and one day I'll come back because the fans have done for me and I'm going to do for the fans. And yeah, sure, everyone's crying. See you in a bit when you're healthy again. That's it. <laughs> See you later, Sean. Get well soon. Yeah, literally, yeah. We go backstage. Uh, Batista, he steps in front of Maven during an interview. Uh, and Maven gives it big, and I'm fucking loving the bollocks on Maven at the minute. Batista, no danger, son. I'll take you out. Meet me in the ring right now. Uh, fucking come he on, slaps Maven. slaps him at all. Come on, Maven. Uh, Michael Maven's theme music. Yeah, what the fuck? It's not the same. It's not the same, I don't like it. I'm not happy and I'm not comfortable. Uh, Batista fucking hammers Maven. Hammers him, hammers him. But Maven counters the fucking Batista bomb. And Maven, Maven gets a victory on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and did you notice during this match, a sign in the crowd, I love the Miz. <laughs> there you go. Miz and CM Punk signs on the same episode. This is already Raw. over. <laughs> Uh, Post-match, Batista, it goes for Maven, but Jericho and Benoit, they step up the ramp. So it's like, so Survivor Series. But I love how, right, so we need a team to go up against Hunter's team. We're going to have Jericho, Benoit, Benoit and we'll have Maven. Yeah. Michael's is that injured. We can't have him. We'll have Maven. That's how weak this fucking roster is, I'm bro. It's how weak it is, the roster. Speaking of theme music, Michael. Snitsky up next versus William Regal. 
What is with William Regal's theme? Yeah, I was wondering that as well. What is going on? What is going on? Why are they suddenly changing everybody's themes? Um, Snitsky, he jumps Regal from behind, gets a baby killer chant from the fans. Uh, the bell rings, clothesline, pump handle, power slam, finishes Regal for the pin. Less I wouldn't than call 30 that a pump handle, power slam. Oh! It was more of just pump handle then just drop. Like Tess's old finisher. Uh, tested it proper yeah, yeah. you should put uh, some respect on test what i do not like though is regal being that jobber that loses in 30 seconds i know he got i know he got fucking punched on behind uh and all that jazz but this is william regal he should be able to shake yeah. that off and batter the cunt this is william regal man this is william regal who had not a couple of two three months ago going god triple h i'll fucking destroy you getting battered by it he's gonna batter him but if he's nah, gotta kill him to play devil's advocate if we are gonna flip it um is it because we're going to push... Are we still trying to push Snitsky as this still mega, trying to do that. mega, mega monster? So you can... Swings and roundabouts, I suppose. He starts gurning, though, like an 80s wrestler when he gets that mic. Yes. That's the problem. Uh, again, going back to what I said about with, with the Tough Enough. So you can have all the athletics training and the weightlifting and all these bollocks you want, but it comes down to the charisma and the personality. And if you can't talk for shit, get at it's happened there's been a long long list there's probably more wrestlers that have been released over the years if you actually were to sit down and put a list that have been released because their bad mic work over their bad ring work um it's probably 10 to 1 10 to 1 that's what it comes down to that's what it all comes down to um the the medics and eugene they come out to check on regal but snitsky says that's nothing compared to what he did to kane uh that wasn't his fault but everything from now on will be like yeah that's a t-shirt that is a good look we go backstage Trish Stratus, she's mocking Lita for having a sparkle in in her eye for Kane, uh, even though <laughs> she's ruined his life too. Uh, don't worry though, there's a big roster with a lot of careers for you to destroy Lita. There's plenty to go at. Um, they can worry about that later because for now, Lita needs to lose the rest of her pregnancy weight. Uh, Lita lunges at her, but Victoria pulls her off. Yeah, so, right. Going forward, then we're having another uh, taste of Lita versus uh, Trish. Well, it's like I said on. Last episode, they only know how to have a single storyline for women for Trish and Lita. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, if that's a single storyline, if because if not, we just have like I've said for fucking months, we just have good girls versus the bad girls, and we'll have three of the good girls versus th two of the bad uh, three of the bad girls. And if one of the good girls gets beat on, shows gets beat on by two or three of the bad girls, and then the other two or three of the bad girls they come out and say, a good girls come out and say the good girl. Uh, it's just that's how the, the the divas division has been but like i said with um uh like at you just said now getting some story yeah exactly exactly like you said with with Lita and trish at least we're getting and trish dickhead cunty trish is brilliant <laughs> fucking love her love her uh, we're, we're still backstage with rick flair he gives evolution a pep talk uh, batista and triple h will make sure that nobody interferes tonight as it is time for our main event it is Ric Flair versus Randall Keith Orton. Um, the RKO towards the end of the match connects, but Flair nearly lands on his back. He's like, was, was Flair, is that how we're selling this RKO, the Noe Rick? I'm going to take it as a back bump. But oh, it is, is Batista for the distraction. Uh, Benoit, Jericho and Maven run in to take care of him, but the distraction lets Triple H hit Randy Orton with the chair, gives Ric Flair the 1-2-3. Uh, after the match, Evolution, they try to leave, but 
all the locker room. CCM I say, security. I say all the locker room. About 10 wrestlers turn up, which is all the locker room. Uh, Flair takes an RKO and it's beat down from Maven, Benoit and Jericho. And of course, an RKO from Orton to Triple H to end the show. Uh, I guess um, Orton forgot about losing his chance at the titles because he's just lost to Ric Flair. Alright, so he can't go for the title while Triple H is champion. This is Triple H. He's the champion forever. Forever. And hence, was this the reason why he finally moves to SmackDown? Well, look, it's only on this reign that he can't challenge Triple H. So, well, so, so does Triple H lose the title before Randy Orton moves to SmackDown? Yes. Ah, technically. Okay. Yeah, well, I did, yeah. I'm, like I said, we're getting into the murky waters for me. I'm very unfamiliar. Because remember, uh, or Orton's in the chamber at New Year's Resolution. I've got no idea what you're on about. It's not happened yet. Shh. So, Michael, that was Monday Night Raw where the inmates running the asylum. What did you make? I thought it was a good little show. And Maven won his match and was involved in the main event. So, three Maven right there. Randy Orton is now out of the title hunt thanks to Triple H and that damn spiel. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Look out. here. Come on, let Nature Boy enjoy his victory. Evolution said they were going to run the show. The only thing they're going to do is run like a scalded dog out of Des Moines. I appreciate this. Oh, what a minute. Rosie Hurricane Eugene to Richard Blair trying to escape to the fans. Get out the other side. Go out the other way. What the heck? To Jerry, Rhino, Shelton Benjamin. Wait a minute, they're trapped. They're trapped like rats. Evolution can't, they can't escape. The world's champion and Rip Flair in the ring, but they are not alone. This is not good. We need some help out here for Evolution. Triple H and Flair trying to, do, to negotiate, to debate their way out of it. Norton, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, fuck hell! Get away, get away, Triple H! Come on, turn it Point of escape! Get him, let him go, let him go! These cross superstars are not going to let the game escape!
So Michael, are you ready for some more smack of the down? It is the last wrestling event from WWE of the month of October and we are not live from Omaha, Nebraska. Um, we see Al Snow and the now seven tough enough contestants there in the house tonight. Uh, but they don't get a very nice welcome from the big show who says you have not paid enough dues. Coming from, if I, he is right, but is this not coming from the guy, if I remember correctly, on his first ever like Won the world match. title is staging match. <laughs> so, hmm, I understand he is right, but come on big show. Of all the people to use, they use the guy that would make everyone go, hmm. <laughs> he even says like, you're not even worthy enough to get in, changed in the ladies. <laughs> well, we kick things off, and Al Snow he gives them the microphone and tells them to tell Big Show what he real what they really think of him. So the tough enough guys they're giving shit to what they think of the Big Show, but uh, uh, they've got to now say the same thing to Big Show's face. Uh, Show walks out, and he basically just picks up every single one of them and says, let's see who can take a body slam. It destroys that Naraki, and then he gives justice an elbow drop and all. He's, uh, he's making them pay the dues. That's it. That's it. That's it. Our opening match of the night, Michael, cruiserweight action. It's like back in the day, Charvo Guerrero versus Nunzio with Billy Kidman on the announce table. Um, Billy was always going to get involved. Um, he tries to get Charvo with the shooting star, but Charvo moves out of the way. Nunzio attacks, but f falls victim to the gory bomb. One, two, three. I feel like for me, Charvo is one of them characters that his, his heel runs have had so much more impact. Like, granted... Yeah, Los always Los been a better heel. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, granted, with Los Guerreros, right, that started out heelish and it turned face because it was Eddie and it was, on, it was the slow build towards Eddie's just natural progression to be the fucking superstar that he deserved to be, right? So, Chavo, instantly, you're going to get that sort of second-hand cheers and applause and stuff like that. But Chavo as a heel, like, he's so much better. And I just, I don't know. I just don't think, me personally, I can get up. It may change my mind over the coming weeks, but I don't know. I don't feel like at this minute in time, I can get behind face Chavo Guerrero. I can, but I'm a big Chavo fan, so. Yeah, bias, bias comes into it. We see JB backstage. Um, he admits that Booker T, a tag team wrestler, beat him last week. However, I'm a sim singles champion, and one-on-one, -on -one, I'll smash fuck out of him. Uh, Booker T interrupts and challenges JBL for the title. Uh, the juice, he tells Booker that he couldn't even beat him, never mind JBL. Uh, Teddy Long, holla holla player player, he interrupts and tells Booker, you've got a one-on-one -on -one match with a juice. If you can beat him, you're going up against JBL at Survivor Series. Go on, Booker. Could become the technically second black champ. He should. He should have. He should. he should have already have been world heavyweight champion. Um, we see Heidenreich, and he calls Paul Heyman and tells him to get the Undertaker to sign the contract under any circumstances. Um, hey, Heyman, um, he arrives... Uh, undisclosed und location. Undisclosed location uh, to get the Undertaker's signature at Survivor Series. Take Just a side room it. backstage then. Yeah, Taker signs it. Um, it, it was, I quite enjoyed that segment, but what was all like the music for? The creepiness and the eeriness. What was with the weird arm that wasn't Taker? <laughs> That was clearly not Taker's arm that grabbed this contract first before so, he just materialised. So another match has been uh, locked down, locked on then for Survivor Series. Heidenreich versus Taker. Is that the best yeah, use of both? Taker's already let it slide about, you know, Paul, Hame, Paul Barrow being murdered. Nah, well, don't worry about stuff like that. Don't worry about stuff like that. Uh, don't worry about your best friend. It's another month. Um, I feel like uh, Taker could fuck Heidenreich up here and then Heidenreich go backstage and fuck himself up. Yeah. 
<laughs> stupid, stupid. <laughs> Up next, in what could be match of the month, potentially. Both men wearing old glory as well. Yeah, Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. Um, Rey, he goes for the 619, but um, the reflection, he pushes Angle out of the way. Uh, the big dog, they him along with the reflection, they do the beatdown on Rey until Rob Van Dam makes the save. Uh, Angle hits Rey with the Angle Slam, pulls down the straps. Eddie Guerrero comes running out. Here's the frog splash onto Angle. Rey covers. Uno, dos, tres. And Rey Rey gets the victory in what was a very, very entertaining match. Even, was the, even with all the shenanigans. Match of them in the month, definitely. Absolutely. So far. Absolutely. Um, I think with them two guys, you're always going to get, even if it is only a 5, 10, 15 minute TV match, you are going to get brilliant. And we, we always get shades of SummerSlam. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, um, and we and I think it's helping them progress the feuds on towards uh, Survivor Series because even though they've not announced anything between these guys as of yet, it's definitely going that way. You know, I mean, everything everything's building towards multi-man match, Team Angle versus Team Guerrero, maybe. Oh, definitely. Elsewhere, we see Tony Wilson getting ready for the costume contest later on. Uh, Kenzo he enters the locker room and tries it on with her. Um, I thought he had his wife that were his manager. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, sorry. <laughs> and Teddy Long, he makes an old school Survivor Series elimination match. Eddie and Kurt will each choose four man teams. Michael Cole, he says it's been a number of years since we last had a traditional Survivor Series match. Now, last year. Yeah, but one is a number, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Short memory, Michael Cole. Uh, we see Carlito. Um, he stands by to explain his role in John Cena's stabbing. Um, but his interview is somewhat uh, interrupted, hampered, distracted by... Jesus! Is he a Michael? He looks a lot different than he does in that book. It's been a number of years what? since we had a traditional matchup at Survivor Series. I cannot cool. wait. Sunday, November 14th. But folks, I would like to pass along some information uh, about John Cena. Now, John Cena is making uh, progress. His damaged kidney is healing. He'll be back uh, hopefully in a few weeks. And we, I understand that you talked to John Cena over the past week. Yeah, no, I did get a chance to talk to John Cena. Not for very long. He's had a short uh, you know, talk on the phone. He sounded great, though. He seems excited to come back. He seems like he's getting a little bit better, and that, that's great. But again, rumors have been running rampant over the uh, the, the, the stabbing of John yeah. Cena at that uh, nightclub in Boston a couple of weeks ago. Who may be involved? Speculation and rumors, as I said, running rampant. With more on this, uh, we're joined now by the United States champion, Carly Caribbean Cool with Josh Matthews. Thanks, Michael and Taz. I am standing by with the United States champion, Carlito. Excuse me, Carlito. Carlito, would you mind conducting an interview with me alone? Carlito, is there any truth to the rumor that you were in the... Put him down, put him down. Josh, this is my sorcerer, Jesus. Anything you want to say to me, you can say to him. Are you got an interview for me? Hey, Josh. Yeah. No, 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 no. This interview ain't over. This interview ain't over yet. Get over here. That's right, that's right. You got some questions for Galito? Get, get your little microphone. Jesus. I mean, is this a sequel to, to Bible or <laughs> is this Jesus? After years, yeah, this is this is Jesus after death. Um, we find out that Carlito he says uh, 
he, he might have been in that club. But he was celebrating though. But apparently Cena made a lot of enemies at that club that night, so it could have been anybody. And Jesus, he's cool. Josh ain't cool though. <laughs> Up next, Halloween costume contest, stepmom versus stepdaughter, Tori Wilson versus Dawn Marie Wilson. With your MC, Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> what about Funaki or Taz? <laughs> or Josh Matthews. Yeah. Someone that's not Michael Cole. He's just had apple spat in his face. He could do with cheering up. The most unsexual man in the world, Michael Cole. Uh, Tori, she's got a fairy godmother costume on. And Dawn Marie, she's got a nurse's outfit on. Uh, I thought she looked like Tinkerbell. What made me chuckle, though, was that Dawn said the, the outfit's not for the contest. It's for nursing Charlie Hell. Charlie Hass back to health. Reckon I want to unused nurse outfits from Tabby Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, Miss Jackie comes charging out though and she strips da Dawn down to her bra and panties. Fucking diva evolution. But Toy does the right thing and she's, she does old Dawn there for Jackie to get into the ring. She she stops Dawn from leaving the ring. She's like, nah, you've been fucking her, her mister. You, yeah, she can deal with works. it. The face divas look after the face divas and the heel divas look after the heel divas. It's just that, that's just wrestling. It's women's wrestling in 2004. <laughs> Good girls and bad girls. Uh, we go backstage and we see Big Show. Um, he finds Eddie Guerrero and he demands to be included into Eddie's team. Uh, Eddie says he's not going to be intimidating as picking anyone, but then he just picks Big Show anyway. <laughs> well, you know, it's a smart choice. Show's still pissed at Angle for shooting him and shaving his head. And it's so Big Show. Yeah. The fucker's seven foot tall, 500 pound. Why would he could just sit on an opponent. That's it. They just fucking sit on some cunt. <laughs> uh, we see Spike. He proposes that one member of the Dudleys join Angle's team. Uh, Angle says that if the Dudleys can eliminate the Big Show, one of them will get a spot on Angle's team. To be fair, now, I'd get rid of the Reflection and the Big Dog and I'd, I'd take all three Dudleys. Angle and Dudleys, yeah. Because because Devon and Bubba will stop. Will help Spike from getting eliminated. Spike won't get fucked. But Devon and Bubba will help get... And Devon and Bubba, Devon and Bubba. We're all right there. We're all right there. I just thought this was going to lead to some wily coyote shit. <laughs> <laughs> just the Dudleys hunting Big Show. Like fucking meat when you when he hunted the rock. <laughs> just yes. Spa, spa, the, the, the Dudleys launching the, the box. The, the Dudleys launching Spike like is a fucking torpedo and Big Show just missing and stuff like that. Michael, it is time for your main event. It is the Juice going up against BT. If BT gets the victory, he takes on JBL at Survivor Series. And now JBL. Whoa, whoa, watch this, watch this. And look at a right hand by Knocks the champion off the apron. Orlando back to his feet. Kick to the midsection. Watch out, Here comes Booker. Caesar's kick to the back. Um, a flapjack leads to a double knockout. Uh, Booker, he gets a kick and a spine buster for a two. A super kick puts Jordan down. Booker takes out Bradshaw, who tries to interfere, and finishes the juice with the scissor kick to confirm that everyone knew what's going to happen. Booker goes on to Survivor Series to lose to JPL. Well, at least he's number one contender. This is his second match for the WWF. WWE title 
Because I'm sure he had one invasion before Austin turned. Um, would he not? Yeah, would he? I don't. I'm trying to trying to put my Maybe. mind back. Maybe Can't. I know. Obviously, him and Kurt Angle feuded over the uh, WCW title. Yes, because they're not Booker is fifth. Yeah, um, but had a shot because ah, he would have had a yeah against no. Oh, so I said he had a shot against the. Rock. Or did he have one against Angle after some stuff? Yes, that could. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. That's a very good shout. Because I was thinking, I know he had the two on one with him and Shane against the Rock. Yeah, but that, that, but that was like... that was for, but that was yeah that was for WCW title. Um, so yeah, he may, he may have done, but fingers crossed he wins. But I, I, from what I remember, JBL's the longest reigning champion in SmackDown history, and it's not been that long. So Booker T definitely doesn't win. Nope. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So Michael, are you ready for some more, 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 more Monday Night Raw? Let's get it. Hello, my name is Muhammad Hassan. I am an Arab American. I grew up right here in America. But since 9-11, you people tend to generalize or stereotype people like me. But I implore you, please, don't confuse me with acts of terrorism here in America and around the world. I am asking you people to please just give me the opportunity to represent you in the WWE. Thank you. Praise Allah. Now please be respectful. Is my manager, Kozuro Debari, translates for our Arab brothers. Salam. Esmaman Khosro Devaris, inam shod dostam Muhammad Hassan. Mo do taz bachigi tu Amerika zendegi kardim. Bara September 11, shomaha ma ro nigah mikonim mesle hevun hastim. Fek mikonim ma do taz mesun bajenza hastim. Ma adam khubem men behet neshun midam. Vakti ma miyai mosu shoma kar konim tu WWE. Mercy. It is November the 1st, 2004. We are live from the Peoria Civic Center in Peoria, Illinois, with 6,000 people in attendance. So we are up from 4,500 from last week. Big improvement. Team Raw. Uh, we open up with a look back at the locker room fighting against Evolution. Uh, the focus kind of looks like he's on Orton not against Channel Triple H. Where's Orton going to go from here? What, what's going to happen? Is Orton going to have to fight for the mid card? How do we know? But we know one thing that him and Triple H are not done as we finished last week, Michael, with an RKO, so... Yeah, there's still a lot of chapters left in this book. Absolutely. We open the show with Eugene versus Gene Snitsky in a hardcore match. It comes out with his primary work signs. <laughs> uh, we see in the back, Regal, he explains what a hardcore match is to Eugene. Uh, he says that he's got to do it by himself and stand on his own two feet. Uh, Bless him, he's going to get fucked up. He's going to get fucked up. Uh, the fans are behind Eugene. He slugs away with a broom handle, but that's kind of as good as it gets. Uh, Snitsky, he fucks him up. Uh, I loved, absolutely fucking adored how he pulled out, hits him with the chain, and then pulls out a sign that says, no babies, and then smashes Eugene with it. <laughs> what a cunt! What a cunt! But then when he hits that slam onto the slot, onto the sign, how is that going to hurt more? Because, I mean, it's flat, so it's not adding any extra surface. Well, because I suppose it's landing onto something that's not the mat, so instantly in kayfabe, it's going to sting like a bitch. 
after the slam, uh, Eugene, he gets hit with a, a chair shot. Uh, some leather strap shots get pulled by Eugene. It looks like Eugene's on the turn, but Snitsky smashes him straight back down again. Pump handle slam time onto the street sign for the victory. Post-match, Snitsky smashes Eugene, uh, gets the chair around his neck, but Regal runs in with the brass knucks. Who's uh, that? Eugene's dad. Already uh, on. Already like a proper fucking, British gangster. Because he knew how it was going to kick off. But this is my concern, is what I said uh, not a fucking hour ago. Regal got jobbed out by Snitsky. Yeah, Eugene actually had a match. Yeah. Eugene, Eugene delivered a better... Prof I know we had weapons involved. Is Regal not fully cleared? Then? I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I don't know. It's just, that could be a good shout because it, it looked like it took a long time for him to be cleared. Um, I've not seen anything um, or read any reports, but there's a chance that he's picked up something or something's niggling or something like that. You don't know. The game, uh, he, he speaks and says, everyone attacked him last week because they're jealous of him. They attacked the biggest star in WWE today and the guy that puts those butts in seats. Prison um, rules, bitch. <laughs> the inmates were running the asylum. They were. Uh, he won't be there tonight, though. Uh, so he says, see how you get on without the franchise player, Shane Douglas sat home saying, I've been saying that for fucking years, Hunter. See, told you. <laughs> Alan's just, Alan ripped off Shane Douglas's gimmick. And now he's ripping off franchise. Uh, he says, if you don't treat him with respect, Batista has no problem with destroying the entire locker room. This brings out Bischoff, though. He doesn't want to hear it anymore. He gets right to the point, announcing three matches for Survivor Series. Christian versus Shelton Benjamin for the IC title. Yeah. Trish, Trish Stratus defending the women's title against Lita. Because and, of what I said earlier. And Team Triple H, which is Hunter, Batista, Edge and Snitsky, going up against Team Randy Orton, which is Randy, Jericho, Benoit and main event Maven. I'm glad you... Left, save the best one to last. <laughs> but I loved Flair, Flair's face when Bischoff announces that he's not in the match. Like, Did you leave my name off there by accident? <laughs> I mean, they could just make it a five on five. An, an added Flair. Like, who's added on the other side, though? Like a returning Kane, maybe? Yeah. Because you've got Snitsky in there? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, or I think maybe. Or Tadges. <laughs> He's been involved in this build quite a bit. Is Maven taking the spot of Shawn Michaels? Maven's there because tough enough. Yeah, yeah, but is Maven was the original plan to put Shawn Michaels there? Probably. Do you, do you like when when we had the, the backstage segment last week where everyone like ganged up on them and stuff? Do you think that should have been Shawn Michaels that first appeared? Uh, sorry, that appeared after Jericho. It would have been, yeah. Yeah, before before uh, then, Benoit. Benoit. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely before um, the former also, world champion. <laughs> <laughs> shit nah Vince's mind that's it we're done and also we find out that Eric Bischoff he wants to take a month off he's going on holiday and the winning team on Monday Night Raw get to run that an episode of Raw every single week so Triple H is fucked because either way if the good guys win they're all going to want a piece of me for four weeks if the bat, if we win well that's two of them that are at least going to want a shot and Batista's, Batista's, Batista Batista might want a piece Batista did <laughs> Uh, have a good look at the belt. <laughs> Batista wants to kick fuck out of him. He just wants what's best for himself. 100%. 100%. But he has got this weird little obsession. It must be something to do with the belt because Triple H is in love with that belt. That comes before Stephanie and the kids. Um, even now, in 2021. <laughs> but he's not. I bet, he's, I bet he still sleeps with it. <laughs> It'd be right above his side at bed. 100%. 100%. I, I, bet it's I bet it's like 
that one as well. I bet he made them when he retired. Right, you're changing the World Heavyweight title. Use another bell. I'm taking that one home with me. That's mine. He's got it above his side, but he's like, Stephanie, yeah. this uh, is my side of the bed. <laughs> you can just imagine oh, wedding, oh, wedding pictures in, in fucking Hel- Helmsley Towers are just Hunter and the title belt. <laughs> They're wedding photo, but Stephanie's face has been swapped for World Title. What is there? Hunter's there with a fucking Polaroid of him and his first child, and it's just the face of the world every way title. <laughs> but when he had her. <laughs> Up next, Christian versus the Hurricane. Uh, Christian, he grabs a headlock, uh, but here comes Edge. Um, he's back on Raw, and he has his book, which apparently includes a lot of material on Christian. I imagine it fucking does. You did team together for like 10 years. The theme song, sorry Maven, but your theme ain't the best anymore. On this day I see clearly. On this day I see clearly. Um, probably Edge's most famous theme tune, uh, I think. Like, for me, uh, it's it's always got to be You Think You Know Me, the original Edge theme tune. I find that, for me, the most iconic theme, but I think to, to probably 90% of Edge, Edge fans or wrestling fans, the theme that he, he, this theme that he goes on to have for many, many years. Well, this is, is the song the, that introduced me to Alter Bridge, who I'm not yeah, a favourite this, this, this is the Edge theme. Um, Edge, uh, <laughs> this is fucking, it's brilliant. Uh, he goes to leave uh, and he sees, uh, like, uh, JR looks pissed. JR looks fucking pissed. Right? So, uh, like, Edge is like, just wh- whinging and whining them on about his book. And it's like, JR is just sat there. And, like, the camera zooms in on JR's face. And I don't know if that's just natural reaction of, I'm just sick of this cunt talking about his book. Because <laughs> he says he wants to save the last chapter, or he wanted to save the last chapter uh, for the winning vote on Taboo Tuesday and winning the world title. I loved how he said to Chris, you know, you don't mind, but, you know, your career's because of me. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of right <laughs> he is kind of right um, the match hurricane uh, he goes for the high cross body gets sent it to the ring post unpretty uh, gives Christian the victory um, it was kind of weird though because we, we looks like we're pushing as of last week Christian is the number one contender for the IC belt but this wasn't about Christian this wasn't about hurricane this no, was about Edge, edge and his Edge and, prolong- and pushing his, uh, his heel stick over which I thought yeah you could have done this but you could have used it in a match with two fucking nobodies not with the guy that was trying to push as the next contender for, for Shelton yes yeah, so it kind of proves that Shelton's nothing to worry about going into pay-per-view here Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of Shelton, he runs into Christian off. Christian yells at Shelton for costing him the vote at Taboo Tuesday. And he says, tonight, Shelton, if you want to fight, but you can't fight me, I've just grafted. You can't fight Tomko, he's injured. I've got the only fucking solution. The one of night, all fucking people. The one night only problem solver, Big Vis. Of all fucking people. It's, it's a weird one because I, I watched the episode, this episode, before I read the dirt sheets about all the releases. Now, this week's episode of Monday Night Raw, we have five new faces that appear in new roles. But yet, we've oh, this is on the back of oh, the, the week of fucking death. Like, this is the 1st of November. Yeah. This is the Monday of where the week starts, where we uh, fucking get rid of everyone that we've known at Midcard for last year. But the same Monday, they debut five new characters. It's fucking mental. Like, that must fucking hurt for your Billy Guns of the world. Thinking, well, that's me. I'm done. I'm trash now, aren't I? They're more bothered about fucking people like Simon Dean and Mohammed Hassan. We'll get on to him in a minute. <laughs> um, Viscera, uh, well, as he, make, as he makes his entrance, Shelton's look on his face is like, really? 
Now, for fuck's sake. Shelton, uh, he takes a, a, a double beatdown. World's strongest slam. Uh, it's... Yeah, I don't know. Of all the people. I don't know. Why? Uh, I, I, well, I, mean... I don't know. Uh, we're backstage. Um, we find out that Edge and Benoit are going to be defending the titles against La Resistance. Benoit comes up to Edge. He takes a title, which had still... Did you notice it still had Sylvain Grandier's nameplate on it? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> this ain't last... This ain't lasting long. Uh, he says, uh, Benoit, you better change your attitude or it'll be another solo defence tonight. <laughs> Fuck you, you can't get out of here. Benoit's just and like, then... fine by me. I mean, he, did <laughs> he did it on his own to win him. So There is that. Oh, he could, mate. He's easily bashing them. He's smashing fuck out of them bellends. He's taking one bellend in one hand. He's taking another bellend in the other hand. And he is shaking the fuck out of the bellends to defend them titles. <laughs> <laughs> we see main event Maven backstage. Uh, he goes into evolution because his bollocks are massive now. <laughs> yeah, he's like your main event. Of course they are. <laughs> uh, Flair gets rather serious, but Orton and Jericho come in and evolution back down. I love how evolution and how piss fucking scared of if there's three of us and if there's now three of you. Yeah, there's only two of us now. What's happening? <laughs> there was four of us at one point. And now look at the state of us. And then we see Simon Dean live in character to give away a year's supply of Simon products. Uh, he grabs a fan. He says, if you use my Simon Dean fitness powder, you'll, you'll be seeing your own penis within a year. I love how he asks if he sits or stands to take a piss. <laughs> uh, he then grabs a fan with limited teeth. Uh, did you recognise that fan at all? Uh, not really, no. Are you familiar with Ring of Honor at all? I am. Are you familiar with Beer City Bruiser at all? No. Neither am I. That was him. I thought I didn't know. I, I, I had a had a quick Google to see who the plants were and that's what I found, yeah. I'm familiar with Ring of Honor, not familiar in the sights of Beer City Bruiser, but fair fucks to you and I hope he's alright. I I much preferred Simon Dean in ECW and he's not even had a match yet. Yeah. Uh, um mm, with Let's see if it gets, wins me over, but I don't know. I preferred the backstage segments and the adverts and the like, the QVC adverts and shit. Hilarious. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Uh, trying to sell us his cocaine and shit. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I want to see more from his, his on-screen debut. Because we, we have been building this gimmick for many, many, many weeks with his vignettes. And this was the see, best. See, I don't even remember do. anything of him on Raw. I remember a little bit from SmackDown with Bobby Lashley. Congrats to Bobby Lashley. Yeah, very much so. Um, my first memory of Simon Dean is when he comes down on the Segway. Yeah. That's, I don't remember him on Raw. And we said, but we mentioned this, didn't we? Like, after his first vignette, we were like, hang on. Weren't you on SmackDown? <laughs> Weren't you on SmackDown, pal? And then, Michael, we cut to Jerry Lawler, who has a thing called a juice box, which is a portable device that lets you watch video clips, look at photos, and listen to MP3s. I've and got one suggestion. Guess of what he's got on there. <laughs> you get one for about 20 quid I'm tempted up next tag team title time it is the Bellends versus Benoit and Edge uh, but there's no Edge to start so Benoit has to grab hold of them their Bellends and go to town uh, Edge comes out joins commentary uh, shows off his new book again uh, the flying headbutt that connects but the crossface goes on and Edge gets in to distract the referee leaving Benoit to take the au revoir to give leverage resistance to the victory. And finally, the Bellends have got them hands around the titles once more. 
I just loved afterwards. The match was okay, but it was after that was the main bit for me. Grabbing the title and then hitting his former partner. Edge hits Benoit with the title after and a spear and the title causes blood. Uh, sticks the crossface on Benoit. It fucking looked brilliant. Benoit was, taps. Uh, he taps out to a bloody Benoit tapping out to Edge's crossface. If that's not a fucking statement, then I'll never know one. Kevin Dunn, that was a great camera shot. Camera pointing both men Absolutely. while Benoit's it, tapping it, out. It, you see the clearly see the blood pouring from Benoit. You clearly see the intensity on Edge's face. Brilliant shot. Oh, it's brilliant. And then, he, and then other times he's just trying to copy uh, Hitchcock with all camera cuts. No, it's less than 58. I know that much. Because <laughs> I think Hitchcock's... You start, you start counting. No, because Hitchcock still holds the record at 58. Oh, does he? Okay. Most camera oh, shots. Okay. Camera cuts Shh. in one... F- Shh. Shut the fuck up. Kevin Dunn might not know this and this, he might, someone might tell him. Shut up. Shh. You know what Vince is like with his fucking records? <laughs> Shut up. He'll be announcing it on fucking... What would it tout? Fucking <laughs> tell. Daniel Bryan's favourite social media. We are backstage with Evolution. They go into Bischoff's office and they yell about the Survivor Series stipulation. Uh, they demand that Bischoff change things, but we get a no, no, no. Uh, like, Bischoff's not going to do anything for Ric Flair. He remembers WCW. Yeah, isn't... <laughs> Ric Flair's not got the power. In evolution, Batista's not got the power. He's got some power behind no. him, but he's not got the yeah. power. The the boss isn't here. Tough shit. Uh, and we t- tonight we find out there's going to be a six man. It's Evolution versus Jericho, Orton, and main event Maven. If Triple H isn't here. Tough shit. It's going to be a handicap match. Get him up for on time to get to work, or it's an unauthorized absence. What I fucking adore is the fact that if you're a face on the roster, Eric Bischoff will fucking destroy you. Right, he should side with heels, but if you're Evolution, Eric Bischoff will fuck with you as well. He's just tired of being pushed around, bless him. <laughs> he fucking loves it. And if you can't do anything to Vince, next best thing, Sonny Law's right there. Damn, <laughs> get you, motherfucker. Up next, it is. I don't know if I was correct. <laughs> it's the. It's the debut of Mohammed Hassan. Did you notice the crowd during this? When it was just, when it was just the, him talking over that video clip of them kids playing, they were cheering. And then as soon as the, they appeared on screen, booze, kind of just proving his point. Um, he says he's an Arab-American and born right here in the United States. Uh, since 9-11, he's been stereotyped as a terrorist who blows things up. Uh, now, please be respectful to me. And he play, praises Allah and praises Davari, his new manager, who then translates everything he's just said to Arabic. Uh, now, for me, I feel like straight away, they should have just thought, right, this ain't going to work. It, we're never going to work in wrestling. We're going to offend everybody. We're about to offend everybody. And I think that's the thing. Because you, you're going to get... Imagine this gimmick trying to go over in... Not just the age... Well, no, I just just the age of the social media. Yeah. Uh, it, it, fuck it, it'd be wild. But, but he's, he's rating what he's saying. He's he bang right ju- with what he's saying. He shouldn't judge a book by its cover. He's absolutely 100% correct what he's saying. Uh, I've, um, I've got uh, a, a family that uh, me and my missus know, they're Iranians. 
uh, and he's lived in this country since like well uh, fucking 1960 something or something along them lines um he's, he's mrs english he's iranian so his kids are half and half um but he has had so much racial abuse especially since 9 11 and the uh the uh june uh, the July bomb, seven, seven. Uh, seven, yeah, that's it. Seven, seven bombings in London. Um, he's had so much abuse, so much abuse, just purely because he looks Asian and he's from that neck of the woods. And Mohammed Hassan is very correct what he's saying, but they certainly should not be. It's very taboo, and it should not be a topic that WB are, are approaching. But book him as a face. Have him as a face. He's trying to end racism. Yeah, but are they not trying to do that, or are, are they straight up? Are they booking him because... No, it's the angle what, effect. Did, yeah, that, I was exactly just about to say that. Because everything that he said in Kurt Angle's debut promo was face, but the way he delivered it was smuggy heelness. Yep. And I, I think, yeah, they, they should have gone with the other way. But maybe the other way is not not controversial enough for 2004. We need to be convert, controversial, Kevin, damn it. I've got an idea. Let's bring up 9-11. Fuck me. Anyway, moving on, up next, Big Shelts against Big Vis. Uh, Shelts, he tries the exploder but gets fucking crushed. Yeah, that's he's not, never gonna... That's, that's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Uh, Christian, he's cheering Visser on from the stage. Shelton grabs a handful of his face and hits the dragon whip for the fast victory. Well, yeah, you can't lift him for t because he's fat! To quote Scott Steiner. Fat! Christian comes in but then he takes an exploder for his troubles as well. Um... Uh, yeah, I, I still don't understand why this was the one that they decided to use in this. And not a single mention. It'd have been okay for me if they'd have even acknowledged Brood Ministry. Yeah, but we said this happened though when the it past, was on. So it's don't fucking happen, does it? Yeah, but we said this though when, when he actually was with the Ministry and yeah. with uh, uh, on Smack. Well, no, I'm with JBL, and they never mentioned that JBL was part of it. It's like, yeah, we know that you know, so we don't need to tell you that you know. But we should tell you that you know because, because there's new had, fans who probably haven't seen it. But and it adds history. It adds a reason. Like who's this big fat bloke, and why is he here? Because a lot of people know of him, but there will probably be people that don't know of him, and they're like, "Well, wasn't he with? Gang Where's Gangrel?" Yeah. Do you know what I mean that's what people could? Gangrel would have been a better shout. Gangrel would have been an amazing shout because he could have come up through flames and everything. And there's history. It makes and sense. And history. Do you know what I mean? It's. Ah. Well, nothing it makes sense in WWE. We see Trish Stratus, she comes out. Uh, she's here to calm down her friends and family who have been panicking since she found out she's facing Lisa Lita at Survivor Series. Well, yeah, because, you know, Angel of Death and Matt, she, her life's in jeopardy here. We see a video package of Lita's uh, managing career, including some essay real footage. Of all. Fucking wow. I was impressed that they showed that. And I love how they showed stuff with the Hardys. And then Trish, she's narrating over the top. And she says, TLC later. <laughs> and then we see when Kane got his throat crushed. And Trish goes, ding dong, the freak is dead. Because Lita is the kiss of death. We've, we've shat on Trish earlier. Well, not shat on it. We've just said that Molly Holly is probably more deserving. Probably let's say shit on me. Yeah, that I would as well. <laughs> but she is one of the best females on the mic they've had it all along, oh, probably ever. 100%. Well, like we, like we said earlier, where the, these are the only two that they've got storyline for, probably because they know that one of them is so strong on the microphone. Because Lita's fucking a troll. She's trash with her promos. Yeah. But Trish, yeah, Trish is special. Trish is a special kind. 
Trish, uh, absolutely. Um, we see later though, she comes out and the beating is on. Blood feud. Um, but absolutely. Gail Kim now, she comes in for the save and the beatdown is on again. Team uh, Canada. A chick kick leaves Lita laying. Trish is on fire, absolutely on fire. And I think one-on-one, I think this could be like the most one-sided Trish-Lita match ever. I think Trish could batter her. She should. She's on a roll. But um, Gail Kim, Michael. But I think this is the last... I don't think they have another match for the year. These two. Mm. Are you ready for our main event? It is Randy Orton, Chris Jericho and main event Maven. Going up against Evolution. Now, I'm ready. I'm more ready than Alan is. Let's put it that way. There's no Triple H, right? So it is an handicap match. But to the outsider and to not us, main event Maven's in it. So it's basically two on two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved how Orton at the start was just looking around the arena. It's like in a. It's like and Death Darth Vader and sounds like I know you're here, old man. <laughs> I can feel your presence. And then, midway through the match, Triple H's music hits, but in what fucking popped the shit out of me? Same. In a racial wig. Tajiri comes out. In a racial wig. But what also annoyed me, that he spits his mist as the water, but the camera doesn't fucking catch it. Yeah, you see him put his head back, and then it cuts to Flair and Batista. And then it cuts back. Idiots. You can't win a ball, Kevin Dunn, can you? Kevin Dunn, you fucking idiot. Uh, Batista, he gets thrown back inside. Flair gets drop kicked to the floor. Uh, we get a load of finishes. The RKO is always the last one. That puts Batista away for the one, two, three. The good guys, they all pose on stage. Uh, Batista shoves Flair, so even more tag team dissension yeah. as Raw goes off the air. What was that about, Dave? Why'd you push Flair? Now he's injured? <laughs> injured. <laughs> if next week's correct <laughs> yeah decent row uh, the edge and Benoit thing was great I'm giving it a three Maven main Ooh. event was fun but and had Maven in the main event I think Maven's, Maven's the helping team. the main the thing is when it's the Maven scale and if Maven's in the main event of main event Maven Monday Night Raw you've got to be going a minimum of three haven't you you have you can't. It's I'm giving it a three point five. Ooh, it was, in the, it was in the main event. We we were we saw him backstage. There's so yeah, much last week he won his match, and we only gave it a three. because <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I always forget what I give on the one before. <laughs> the Maven scale's bullshit. It's just like most of the stuff I say. Anyway, Michael, it's, it's, are you ready? It's just our version of Dave Meltzer stars. Don't we know? It's just an opinion. <laughs> Are you ready for some more smack of the down? What's your name? Daniel Pewter, sir. I'm sorry, what? Daniel Pewter, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the UFC guy, huh? Yes, sir. You ever fight an Olympic champion? No, sir. You don't want to because I'll beat your ass. You better pray you don't make it, boy. What, you think this is a joke? I came out here because I assume that all of you think that standing up to the big show makes you tough, huh? Makes you real tough. Well, it doesn't. I shot Joe with a tranquilizer and shaved his freaking head. That's tough. Don't laugh. 
Don't freaking laugh. This is my ring. This is Kurt Angle, Olympic hero, the Olympic champion's ring. And when you're in my ring, you're the St. Louis Cardinals and I'm the Boston Red Sox, you get it? Now I had Al Snow train you today for one reason, to prove a point that what you did today in my world is a day off. You have no idea what it takes to succeed in this business. Trust me, you have no idea, let alone win a gold medal in the Olympics. And yet, you stand here, you stand here with an opportunity to win a million dollars. For that, for that, I hate each and every one of you. I hate you. You didn't earn it. I'm told you get an opportunity to win a special prize tonight. I don't think you deserve that prize. Back up. One, two, one, two. The man who's outside that, you guys do. You've got to be 70 pound big don't show. Don't embarrass me like that. I need largest athlete. Listen. Still in there. And by the looks of it, none of you are tough enough. Now get out of my face. Well, I guess they didn't earn Kurt Angle's respect because he's a tough guy. How you doing on By the big The old perverse. They've been training all day and whatnot. Who wants to get in the ring? You want to get in the ring? I guess Kurt's not through. You want to get in the ring with me? Get your in the ring. Well, here's Daniel. The Hold up. Pewter just volunteered to get in the ring. Yeah, Daniel Pewter, a cage fighter from an ultimate fighting championship. I'll tell you what, he might have the old proverbial more guts than brains. Daniel Pewter, 23 years old from Sunnyvale, California. Oh, I don't give a... I don't care where he's from. Well, I know the kid's got, got a background in fighting cages and UFC and whatnot. You know, with Kurt Angle. It's a matter of time for Kurt Angle to push this kid's head off that line. And Kurt Angle backing Daniel Pewter into the corner. Pewter is the individual who was pushed in the locker room by the big show uh, last week. Pewter was, Pewter was trying to stay close to the... To, he's got a key lock there, Pewter, trying to get a key lock on Angle before he was heading off to the corner. Shoulders are down, and this one is over. Daniel Pewter eliminated by the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. And it is November the 4th, 2004. Night we are not live. night. We are not live from the Savage Centre in St. Louis, Missouri, with 5,500 people in attendance. We open up again with the Not Divas. Um, we have a look at them having a workout. Sweaty men. Mm. And then we see them eating and drinking. Mm. After two hours of up. As, after two hours of training, it's time to go to the ring for the opening of the show. Uh, they're in the ring again with Al Snow. He brings out Kurt Angle as tonight's special guest. Angle yells at them all, threatens them all, basically tells them to shut the fuck up. Um, and I love how Miz gets an MTV sucks channel. <laughs> yep. Well, he's right. Brilliant. MTV does suck. <laughs> Um, Justice 
He's got nothing to say and just starts smiling. That doesn't sit well with Kurt Angle. Um, it brings up last week's issue with the Big Show, and that does not impress Angle. Um, Angle shot Big Show with a gun, and he shaved his head because he's tough. So Angle, this is Angle Ring, Angle's Yard, I'm the big dog. I've got the third days. Um, so yeah, you might have a chance to win a million dollars, but I fucking hate you because you didn't earn it. So tonight, we're going to demonstrate squat for us. I was like, what? I was like, is this how it starts? Because I knew how it ended. Yeah, I, I knew like, how it ended straight. As soon as Kurt came starts. out, I knew exactly how this is ending. Um, it's the winner being the person who drew the most. They all fuck up. Uh, Apart from of... the one who got thrown across the ring by Big Show, Chris <laughs> Not Nowinski. Not Nowinski. Uh, we get a recap of the Big Show segment. Um, Charles Robinson, he's the judge uh, for, for tonight's contest. And Jimmy Cordero's. Uh, <laughs> uh, Daniel Puder, uh, he looks impressive, but then he gets eliminated seconds. Uh, seconds after, again, Chris Nowinski gets the not Nowinski. Stop fucking wanting to say Nowinski, David. <laughs> I have to change his fuck. I have to start calling him Chris because I read Naraki, I've written Naraki, but my brain says Nowinski. <laughs> Um, his uh, his victory uh, gets him the prize of having a match with Kurt Angle right now. Hey, uh, your Angle. first match in WWE against Kurt Angle. And he gets the victory after about 30 seconds and he breaks his ribs in the progress. <laughs> well, you know, not for everybody. Uh, not everyone's good out for it. <laughs> but we are not done. And probably one of the most famous, Infamous. tough enough segments uh, ever in SmackDown history... Uh, for all the wrong reasons, um, Kurt Angle, uh, him and Daniel Puder, they start scrapping. Now, Daniel Puder is a legit mixed martial artist. Yeah, now, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle is a legit Greco-Roman amateur freestyle wrestler. So both of them mm -hmm. know exactly Hatch. what is happening. Uh, well, they know what's happening because Puder goes hard. Yeah, uh, Puder goes hard. He and proper he gets, locks he in gets, the camera. He gets a camera on Angle. And Angle, he just thinks, fuck, i got to save myself here. And just shoves him down. Like they, he's like, we spoke, uh, Angle spoke about it. Pewter spoke, I think Jimmy Corderas has spoke about it in the past. Where like, we were a couple of seconds away from a snap of the arm. Yeah, we were. It was a quick pin and got out of there. Uh, Angle gets straight up in Pewter's face afterwards. And a lot of cursing words were said. Um, you can kind of see why going a little bit ahead of our timeline. At he the, gets the, fucked next, up. Next Royal Rumble, he gets fucked. Fucked up. <laughs> I used to love how number he's number three with Ben Warren Eddie. Number one and two. Number and four. Bob Holly. <laughs> like, fuck! It's like, enjoy your million dollars, kid. <laughs> um, we are backstage with JBL and Josh Matthews. Uh, Josh asks about and Orlando Jordan losing, and that receives a slap from JBL. Uh, Jordan threatens him too, but Josh stands up for himself saying Good he's luck. tired of this kind of abuse because I'm tough enough. And he says, you want a piece of me? I'll fucking have a piece of you all. Oh, God. We're pushing Josh Matthews as a wrestler. Oh, it's tough enough season, isn't it? So you got to make tough enough look good. Even though we've uh, fired first female winner and second female winner. Well, up next is BT versus OJ. So we kicked off SmackDown with like 20 minutes of Tough Enough. Josh Matthews promo and an OJ match. Tough Enough, baby! Well, um, could I, you, you know imagine if... Uh, well, they couldn't really do that with Diva's search, could they? No, but I was, like, I was like, right, so we had 20 minutes of Tough Enough, 
a Josh Matthews promo, and now an OJ match. Like, what have I done to hurt you, Vince? Are you mad at me? No, he's saying, you should rush war. <laughs> Watch war. Um, Booker goes for a spine buster, but that draws in JBL to the DQ. Post-match, we get a clothesline from Wall Street, from JBL that knocks Booker out. Um, not much happened. They're just using OJ as what our OJ were going to be used. A little pawn. Someone for Booker T to beat on and someone to draw yeah, out just, JBL. Just for JBL to get some heat. That's all the Absolutely. Absolutely. Did his job. Did his job. Still not so fussed about the match, but I will be watching and I will be hoping Booker T gets the victory because I do not remember the outcome in the fucking slightest. We go backstage with Spike Dudley and the Dudleys. Uh, he tells them to get rid of the big show tonight so they can be on Team Angle at Survivor Series. He's even got a plan. Go to the ring, call out Big Show, tables are encouraged. It's not a bad plot. Better than fucking Wilder County shit. <laughs> nice to see Bubba Sport in a nice Mitzvitz top as well. Because uh, he sleeps in his mitts in his pyjamas. That's not, his pyjamas isn't a Misfits top. 100% he sleeps in that. He's in his pyjamas. He sleeps in what he wrestles and he wrestles in what he sleeps. 100%. Thousand percent. We see big Josh Matthews. He comes in to see Teddy Long and he wants to be, uh, he wants a piece of everybody tonight. That's fine with Long. He gives Josh a tag team partner and him and Booker T are going to go up against JBL and OJ. So Josh Matthews is definitely the advert for what you saw at the start of the show. Look what if, happens. If you're watching you... SmackDown, yeah. Watch yeah, Raw. Ma Watch Raw. Ma Maven, the tough enough winner. Every two minutes, they're telling you he won tough enough. Exactly. That's why I say, watch Raw. This is what the winner can do. <laughs> he can be on the main event in Survivor Series, not fating with Booker T against the Juice and, and Acolyte Bradshaw. Uh, the Dudley's there in the ring uh, with Spike standing on a table and demanding Big Show comes out. Big Show comes out, he gets distracted by Spike. A low blow sets up a 3D. Another table's brought in, but Cho, he chokeslam both of Dudley's through the table, leaving Spike to shit himself and run away, while also talking bollocks to Big Show, which is brilliant. Like, it's like, yeah, hold me back. Fucking hold me back. Yeah, keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. We come back from commercial... As we see the big dog and the reflection, they ask Kurt who's going to get be the fourth man. Angle says he's got that covered, and in walks Carlito and Jesus. And they ask if Carlito wants in. Carlito swallows the apple, shakes Kurt's hand. That's cool. I'm all down for that. That is the way that we, if we're pushing Carlito as the as the top of the mid card, he's got to be also always brushing shoulders with the main event. Always. Yep. And if you have a minute, I know we've got the reflection and, and, and the big dog, but they're just the lackeys. But we've got to be having Carlio in there with Kurt. It's brilliant. Perfect. It's nice perfect to see Kurt's got Jesus on his side. But also that tells me that on the other side, a certain rapper's going to be the... Uh, yeah, so which one of T-Med is getting injured? <laughs> <laughs> Who's getting broke off? We go backstage. Uh, Rey Mysterio, he comes up to RVD and speaks Spanish. And RVD goes, little Timmy stuck in a well. Oh, I love that. <laughs> As it is time for your tag match player player, it is the Van Man and Ray Ray up against the Reflection and the Durders.
They, he backdrops the Van Damme into a moonsault uh, with the big dog having to make the save. But the 619 knocks the reflection into the five star for the victory. In a, a very fun little match, but it's exactly what it was going to be. It's for the post match. We've got Carlito, we've got Jesus, they come out. Eddie Guerrero, though, comes out and makes the save with a chair. So it's, yeah, we're scrapping because it's Survivor Series. And I love it. Before I even knew his name was spelt Jesus, I always thought it was H A Y. Zeus. Because <laughs> they say, hey, Zeus. <laughs> I never... or, or his name was actually Zeus, as in Zeus that went, the uh, fought against Hulk Hogan in No Old's Bad. And all they're doing is just trying to get his attention. Hey, Zeus! <laughs> we see... Uh, we get a look back at The Undertaker uh, signing... Uh, well, signing someone's arm. Signing to face Heidenreich and threatening Paul Heyman last week. Um, and then we go backstage. Eddie comes in to see T uh, Theodore. And he's told that Rey Mysterio will be off the team. Ah, oh, so that's what's happening. He will now be in a four-way for the Cruiserweight with Spike, Chavo and Billy Kidman. Therefore, Eddie needs to find a replacement. And he has until next week. Comprende player. So that's how they're going to clear space for Cena without taking anyone off the card. Without without injuring somebody or having to write someone off. It, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. It's a nice way of doing it. Ray, Ray's kind of not massively involved with the big dog feud with Kerr and Jindrak and, and, and uh, Eddie and stuff. He's kind of, he's, he's there because he's a face. Uh, so it's, Absolutely. yeah, it works. It's an easy, easy way to remove him. Up next, Michael, arm wrestling. Dawn Marie versus Miss Jackie Owen. Uh, Dawn dedicates her victory to Charlie Haas. So the Smackdown women can't have a storyline unless the bloke's involved. Absolutely. Look at Tori uh, and Dawn. This one. Sable and Steph. Oh, yes. Over Vince's a affection. A fella's got to be involved, mate. At Sable all and Tori. That was Fucking more about showing Tatty Bojangles, really, weren't Christy, it? Christy Emmy and not that Carmella. Of a Eugene. Ah. Uh, Kind of, ish. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Uh, the arm wrestle breaks down, Dawn goes for the headbutt, and we get a cat fight. Uh, Charlie asks though he comes in on crutches, but here's Iden right to beat him up and potentially rape him. Jackie's save attempt goes well as you'd expect as Heyman comes out saying Heidenreich is going to get fired. What are you doing? Ah! Heidenreich, he's thinking that Charlie Hass is the Undertaker. He's yeah. like fucking smashing him. Bit of a shoulder difference there, mate. Hits the shoulder breaker, does the Undertaker fucking folded arm, pin pose. And it's like, yeah, he's not. that's not the Undertaker, pal. <laughs> is it because Hass took as long as Taker does to get to the ring there? Hey, makes sense. There you go. He thought, well, that takes a while. It's got to be The Undertaker. <laughs> Did you notice what was uh, one of the sponsors before this segment started? I can't say I did. Disney's The Incredibles. Disney's The Incredibles. What a film. Right before the tart arm wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> a family film. A Make family sure. film. A PG film. Here are Al Snow and the Tough Enough guys to recap what's gone on so far. All of the contestants are presented for your voting uh, options. Before they're done, though, here comes Tori Wilson once again. And she says next week they'll be put to the ultimate test. At the start of the show, because it's always got to be at the fucking start, uh, they'll, be, they'll be taking the Tori Wilson sex test. I'd like to apply for this test, please. I feel like Tori Wilson needs to have a bit more self-respect and stop being a trollop. I'd like to apply for this test, please. <laughs> 
So would I. Right, but I still think she should stop being a trollop and stop putting it about and have a bit more self-respect. Hall, Hall of Fame, Tory Wilson. This is what we put him in Hall of Fame for. Absolutely. Michael, it is time for your main event of the evening. It is BT and JM up against OJ and JBL. Uh, JBL and Jordan, they get the jobber's entrance, what I thought was fucking brilliant. <laughs> because tough enough. Exactly. You've got to make the tough enough guys look good. Speaking of tough enough, Booker T, Josh is getting battered. Booker makes a hot tag, cleans house, hits the bookend on both of them. And we get a victory. Josh and Booker T pin, all, well, Orlando Jordan. Uh, now, I understand that we, if we're advertising tough enough, fair enough. But Josh didn't lose. Josh, 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 Josh was on the winning team. Josh won the match. Taz with the comment saying uh, uh, at the start of the match, if Matthews wins, he trained him. If he loses, Al Snow's one who trained him. <laughs> so Taz should be working on a new tough enough then, if that's the uh, case. <laughs> After Booker cleaning the house, we get bookends and yeah, Josh and uh, Booker T getting the victory. Um, that Booker winning the match is fine. It was short. It's still not great because like they're trying to what have we got to compare against what Maven's doing on Raw? Oh, Josh Matthews will do. Or Jackie Gaynor. <laughs> uh, the show goes off the air with Josh Matthews battered. What did you think of SmackDown, Michael, and how many Mavens? Uh, two Maven. I thought the only bit I enjoyed, really, on that show was the Team Eddie Team Angle stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. I I spoke Obviously, about it's not obvious we're going to get Cena coming back. Yeah, I, I, granted, it's not always great when the obvious is there presented in front of you, but when? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it going to be this week or is it going to be at Survivor Series? I come into Survivor Series not having a, a fourth member and do you know what I mean? A, a surprise, oh, they get, tonight they're going to announce that they're going to announce that guy at Survivor Series. There's so many different ways. Oh, they're going to announce it before. Yeah, there's so many different ways it could go. It's not all dead in the water yet. And I love so I love Survivor Series. I love back in the day where you'd buy you'd buy the fucking uh, video. Um, and on the back, you look at all the teams. They've all got team names. It's pure teams. Oh, I fucking used to love that shit. King's Call. Oh, it's brilliant. The, the Mega Powers and uh, the war Ultimate Warriors. I always remember, was it not... I want to say 1990 Survivor Series, where it was an amazing gimmick. All the surviving members of the Survivor Series teams had one more match at the end of the show. It was fucking brilliant. Was a great, it was a great, great concept. gimmick. Great concept that I don't ever think they ever... I recall them ever using again. Or what they should do nowadays have the winning team so the winner on the men's survivor series team they get the last five spots in the rumble yeah at least give it something give them something to something play to for. Fight for not, yeah, and not just run I'm everything yeah i'm defending a brand that i joined the day ago are you ready michael for the go home show of monday night raw and before survivor series what, what the hell oh, oh, it's it's Snitsky. Hey, Lita. Say hi to my new friend. Shut up! Oh, it's a little baby boy. What's your name, little baby? Oh, how cute. 
He doesn't know his name. Did your baby have a name? I guess we'll never know. What's the matter, Lita? You look a little worried. Are you scared I'm gonna drop him? Go ahead, take him. Go ahead, take him. No, you can't have him. He's mine. And I'll do to him whatever I want. It is November the 8th, 2004. We are live from the Frank Irwin Center in Austin, Texas, with 4,300 people in attendance. We open with Triple H, he's mid-promo, uh, ranting about how he stayed home last week in an effort to teach people a lesson. All he found out, that people are fucking stupid, and they took advantage and attacked Evolution. They attacked Ric Flair, they put Ric Flair on the shelf, they angered Batista, you won't like him when he's angry, and that all happened... Flair on... seemed fine before Batista pushed him. <laughs> and that all happened under Bischoff's watch with Bischoff cutting him off and coming to the ring uh, Bischoff explains the Survivor Series stipulation again Triple H all grabs him he says that's not a good idea Hunter because uh, you might fucking lose the title if you don't let go uh, Bischoff explains uh, again the stipulations saying a loss would mean a fuck ton of title defences uh, Bischoff though he thinks it won't be a problem so because you're the fucking game right yeah if you're that good you've nothing to worry about Absolutely. And then we kick off the, the proceedings with Batista versus Randy Orton. Um, the RKO is counted into a spine buster, but Batista misses a charge into the corner, letting Orton get the roll up for the victory. Um, it was, uh, they gave the match a the hell of a lot of time. Two ad breaks. Yeah, two ad breaks. Yeah, and Orton getting the clean victory, no interference, no nothing. Um, yeah, that shocked me. I thought at least DQ. Well, Batista's getting better, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? We, we see, we've mentioned this before. Batista, then, the Batista debuted. He's a hell of a lot better now. Um, but for Orton to put him over, for Batista to put Orton over clean, I, I know we're still trying to push Orton to the moon, but I don't know. A, a DQ dusty finish would have done for me. Especially going into a pay-per-view where there's not no title online. Just make sure your opponent's weak going into a pay-per-view on the Go yeah, Home show. Absolutely. Um after the match, Orton it gives the team his team a pep talk, and uh, with Batista runs it and he goes after all four of them. Yeah, the whole t the whole team Big can barely Dave. stop him, but Arn Anderson comes in and he drives Batista away single-handedly. What well, is fucking Arn Anderson in it? <laughs> the enforcer, mate, enforcing backstage these days. Uh, we get a recap of Edge versus Benoit with Edge snapping and losing the titles and a bloody Benoit in the crossface. Uh, Benoit he promises to take care of Edge tonight um, with violence instead of catchphrases. Um, yeah, I'm down from violence instead of catchphrases. As it should be on a combat sport show. Up next it is Big Sexy Tyson going up against Shelton Benjamin in the match that should have been for last week instead of Big Vis. Yeah, but he had knee surgery. Uh, and he's so good. That, that, that can't be that bad of a knee surgery, is it, to be able to start wrestling a week later? Well, that's what the story comes to. So is that supposed yeah. to help him with his shit boot? 
No, not in the fucking slightest. Um, Shelton slips out of a power slam. Uh, he super kicks Krishna, who tries to interfere, and he hits the Exploder on Tom Cole to put him away. Shelton kicked uh, out of a choke slam as well. Nah, because he's fucking. T- it's not Why a proper you choke, choke slam, slam though, is it? If you're not going to get a win with it, it's not a pro- that that is uh, that does annoy me when big men use a choke slam and it's a jobber move or a transitional move. Yeah, yeah a choke slam is a finisher. Massively, uh, and a finisher, finisher that should be used correctly, like. The big show used to do before his knees fucked up. We're yeah, driving right. him into the fucking mat. I used to love him. The showstopper was the best. The showstopper, mate. What a fucking what a choke slam that was. Up next, Michael is highlight real time with Trish Stratus and Lita. Um, Jericho, though, he seems a little bit intimidated by them, so he gets a referee to keep them apart. Yeah, well, uh, with the... is that there for to keep them to apart or because of that Canadian dollar? <laughs> That Canadian dollar. <laughs> uh, with the with the ref holding them back, uh, Trish calls Lita the walking kiss of death and says that since Lita is here now, the show's getting cancelled like Dark Angel, which uh, Dark Angel was the Buffy ripoff, was it not? Oh, not ripoff, no, that follow, was just Angel. Up, Dark Angel was, uh, it was one of the early 2000s shows with Jessica Alba. Oh, all right, okay. Not familiar in it the fucking slightest. But yeah, re- reference... Uh, dated Jer- back then <laughs> Jericho he doesn't like the sound of that but he'll cancel his subscription to better sluts and gardens I'm not familiar because- with that one <laughs> I'm not neither because Trish brought the real thing right here Trish she brushes that off though and says Lita has been out of action for too long action in the ring that is <laughs> yeah she's been too busy making babies and getting fat apparently <laughs> well, she- while she's been getting fat, Trish has been making history. Leah snaps though and talks about wanting to get her hands on Trish for months and months and months. If she's the kiss of death, Trish can puck her up on Sunday. Now that's what but, I subscribe to. But this brings out Big Gene Snitsky for that segment, yep. which is the segment that is remembered when somebody thinks of Gene Snitsky and this storyline. It comes out with a baby. The baby's in his arms. The baby's crying. So Snitsky offers him to Lita, but pulls it back because he's going to do what everyone wants him to do. And he fucking drop kicks it straight into the crowd. Shades of Johnny Wilkinson in the Rugby <laughs> World Cup. I, I was thinking more. It was shades of Peter Kay the John Smith's advert. <laughs> Have it! <laughs> so someone's going home. And I imagine someone. Yeah, what? That guy there, caught it as well. It's still got this. Or maybe security had took it off him. Or a, a I'd, have, I'd be like, yo, somebody sign it. Lita, mean, <laughs> <laughs> sign your baby. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to say we never knew what Kane and Lita would name their baby. What would you have called their kid? Ooh. Uh, Matthew. After Matt Hardy. Glenn. <laughs> Glenn Jr. <laughs> Uh, Jericho, he tries to knock Snitsky outside but gets kicked in the fucking head and gets dragged into the ring post and Lita looks fucking terrified. Where's Kane? He's still out injured, I'm guessing. Do you know what I mean? He's, this is the fucking big red machine, man. Shit like that, look at only he puts him out for a week or so. Yeah. Where's Kane? Come on. Here's Simon Dean, though, with a new live commercial. Let's sell Just some like laxatives la- and cocaine. <laughs> Just like last week, he's bringing a fan to try the system in person. Uh, the fan is picked, but Simon knows that uh, she's not in the great health because she's so fat that she can't take a shower. He's so appalled that he picks on somebody else at the ringside. Uh, this isn't somewhat. 
This one isn't happy either. We've had Simon suggest that he needs clear help cleaning himself. So we move on to somebody else. Um, a third fan finally agrees to get in the ring for a test of the Simon system. Did you notice that... when they got back into the ring, the candy moss, the candy floss man was making his rounds. I did. I did. Join what should, what's supposed to be a health product being plugged. <laughs> candy floss. Co cocaine and laxatives make you want candy floss. Uh, Simon, he asked the female fan how long it's been since she's had sexual relations and knows that her friends just hang out with her because it makes them feel better. And then she actually agrees to try the Simon system, takes because one of his of drinks, you would. which seems to taste okay. If it helps you lose weight for someone her size, it should only take about 20 gallons a day. <laughs> and she might see some results. Uh, that means the drink goes on to Simon who pours the rest onto her to end quite the long but not the funniest segment so, it I was more the candy floss man in the background uh, that got me I understand me. what they're trying to do but I, I just don't feel like the gimmick's getting over it's not at all it was funny the first, first one this was yeah what's the next one going to be just Crickets. Just, yeah, just bully more fans on, just bully more fans that are plants and fat and ugly and unsexual at ringside. <laughs> Up next, non-title, Triple H versus Tajiri. I'm going to get you back for mocking me last week, sunshine. <laughs> but here is Snitsky to jump Tajiri in the highway and kick him in the face. Hunter's loving life offers a handshake, but Snitsky says, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. If we win at Survivor Series, son, I'm coming for you, which is exactly how it should be. But how many more needle bumps did he put into his back before he come back out? He's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a beast. He had a lot more bumps on his back than he had in that last segment with Jericho. <laughs> so as he goes to fucking Gorilla, Vince is there with just loads of needles ready. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> um, Mohammed Hassan and Daviri. Daviri? Davari even. Uh, Mohamed Hassan and Davari, uh, we see them in a, a normal suburb setting with Hassan talking about growing up in places like this. Um, it was just like any other American and treated the same until 9-11 and all he wants is a chance and then Davari speaks Arabic. Uh, again, I feel like if it, this wasn't put across in such a smuggy way with Davari doing the Arabic, you'd get face reactions. To be fair, Matt, what is even, we don't, we don't know what he's saying in Arabic. No, but I just feel like it could, the, that it, could be the whole. Yeah, but I feel like the, I feel like the, yeah, the, I think that's it. It's the foreign guy speaking in the foreign language. That just that's a heel gimmick. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, all the like the Russians over the years, and or, you know, like when they've had the Cold the War feuds and stuff, and the Belens, and do you know what I mean? There's so many. Um, the 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 minute the heel speaks when, in a foreign language, but when Ray or Eddie speaks Spanish. Ah, well, it's Spanish. You're one of us. South America. Let's get rid of the South. You're America until well, Trump... Spain's Europe. <laughs> no. The language is Europe. Yeah, but the country's from South America. And their faces. Yeah, America. USA. USA. Um, we get a pay-per-view rundown with Michael Cole and Taz joining for the SmackDown side. Um, and did you notice Jerry Lawler started like an OU sucks chant to an OJR? Yep. <laughs> Amazing. 
Um, Edge, we see him and he comes out talking about his making his debut in this arena and now he wants to get the old feeling back by hurting Benoit. Uh, Triple H, he comes in, downs a bit of water to recover from his match. Uh, he's looking forward to having Edge next to him instead of across from him on Sunday. Um, Triple H, though, he's worried about Snitsky, but Edge says they'll win because of him and then, just like Snitsky Sunshine, I'm coming for that. Triple H, he, he, well, you can hear you can hear the gulps. You can. <laughs> you can hear the inhaling from the nose. <laughs> his only thing running through his mind now is fucking old Batista best stay in line. He best he best be on he best have me back. He best have me back. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't I'm screwed and then we see um, WWE has a new video game coming out Michael and we see we see a clip of Edge versus Benoit in Smackdown versus Raw 2004 now I can tell you I, this is one I don't believe I ever played I did I, I bought them also <laughs> I imagine you would have played the fuck out of this one I did actually uh, all of um, them had bright blue trunks for some reason oh my yeah Oh my! Edge had no wrist tape or elbow pads in the game. It's like just okay. edging tights and boots. Oh, <laughs> edging tights and boots. <laughs> Edge, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. <laughs> Edge. Tights and boots, tights and boots. <laughs> um, we see Triple H, he's ranting to Batista about Edge and Snitsky. Uh, Batista needs to, he needs to set straight like... Uh, are you going to be okay? You've got me back, yeah? Triple H fucks off, but he leaves the belt behind. Yeah. And Batista, oh, he gives he's, that a stare. He spies he it. A uh, main event time, Michael. And on ring announcing duties, if Tory can open the do open and do it on SmackDown, Christy can, can end on the on Raw. It is Benoit versus Edge. Uh, we get a sharpshooter applied until Edge makes the ropes. Uh, Benoit does the role in Germans. Edge gets busted open. Benoit hits the swan dive and gets a two. Hits the cross face. Everyone comes in though and it's a big no contest. Fuck all. Um, Snitsky though comes in, cleans house. And Team Triple H get in the ring for the stare down. Uh, the other four come back in. Take away the bad guys because we've got to finish Raw with the good guys looking good. Going into the pay-per-view. Going into the pay-per-view. So. But that, but by WWE logic that makes me think that. Oh, the heels so are going to win. Triple H's team's winning. Absolutely, absolutely. So that was Raw. What did you make to the month? How many mavens for this episode? And how many mavens for the month? Uh, so for this episode, I'm giving it a three and a half. Orton Batista was a blood feud fight. Edge Benoit was a blood feud fight until the finish. But we've got a pay-per-view on Sunday and we need to hype the fuck out of it. Absolutely. What better way than just, everybody fight! And I'm, t I'm telling you now, I am hyped for Survivor Series. I am. I am hyped. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the turning point was. I think it's because we're just not getting another Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. Yeah. It, it's I not feel like we're, we're getting something fresh. We're getting stipulations. These, like, there's so many, so much excitement that could potentially come out of this uh, for the next month, no matter who wins. Like, don't get me wrong, on the SmackDown side of things... JBL Booker T, I'm interested to see if Booker wins. Undertaker Adam Reich, I'm not so fussed. Um, uh, the Cruiserweight, not so fussed. Could uh, be a fun match, but... Could be a fun... Probably will open the show. 
Yeah. Um, from the raw side, Trish Christian, mm. Trish and Lita, not so fast. It could be, well, I am, because I want to see Trish batter her. And I want to see how many times Lita, Lita can fuck up. <laughs> um, I'm counting that. Shelton against Christian. Yeah, that's got potential to be match of the night. Best um, singles match. What, what else we got? Uh, the two from Yeah, and the, obviously the two survivors. We've not got a tag title match yet from Raw. I wonder what the Bell Ends do at Survivor Series. I wonder who's poised to tickle the Bell Ends at Survivor Series, Michael. He, maybe, oh, definitely against definitely. Uh, who's on Heat? Steve Richards. Uh, How has Stevie Richards not been released in the cut? The same reason it took until 2020 for Zack Ryder to get released. What they do, or, or um, it took till like 2019 for fucking JTG to get released. That 2018. <laughs> because Vince forgot he was there for many and many years. Something like that. <laughs> so, Michael, are you ready for the go-home show and the last episode of this month's episodes of Raw and SmackDown? As it is November the 11th, 2004, we are not live from the American Bank Arena in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, as always, tough enough seem to open the show. Um, it's time for the Tory Wilson sex test, Michael. Are you boys ready for me? Oh, yeah, it's... Are you boys ready for the Tory Wilson sex test? They look ready. All right, well, I guess we'll find out. Now, here are the rules. Each one of you will have 15 seconds to make out with a WWE diva. Oh, can wow. I sign up? Easy, easy. That diva, that diva will then... Pick one person that she thinks might possibly make the best lover. <laughs> After the winner is announced, that person will get a very, very, very special surprise. Oh, boy. Now, without further ado, please let me introduce WWE diva, Dawn Marie. Oh, my. Yeah, I guess Chris Milwaukee will be happy. Cottontail. Did I ever tell you, Cole, that I love SmackDown? You know, I mean, I love SmackDown. I love Dawn Marie. I don't just like it. I love it. I'm I love Tori Wilson. Oh, I love Tough Enough. <laughs> I want to be a finalist. How do I sign up? <laughs> I don't. I'll tell you what, I didn't have to sign up. Justice Smith. Well, you can't have a pencil. You got a neck like a stack of dice. Well, you got to have a pencil. That's a big Look at this. Oh, what the? Well, Daniel oh, Rodheimer getting a... Some used gum. And now, uh, Justice Smith. Now. What the? <laughs> Don wasted a little time with the Do you guys really think you can handle someone as hot as Don Marie? That's big, right? You betcha. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't know. I don't think you're going to find out because the person that you will be making out with is WWE Diva being accompanied to the ring by the... Fabulous Moolah! Oh, my God! Oh, Janet, she's in English, eh? Look at this kid's face! Look at this in Rhode Island's face! The flowers were dying! I think Ian Peters' flowers just wilted! Ah, I've met past this with flying colors. 
It depends if there's a time limit. Oh, so you can't finish in that time, then, yeah. If it, oh, I'd absolutely finish in that time. I'm just hoping there's a time you've got to get over first. Um, no, it's uh, beat the clock, isn't it? <laughs> I'd fucking win that gun. Uh, we see two women from The Tonight Show, and they're here to call, call the action. Uh, but first, Al Snow needs to give Chris Naraki a chance to quit due to having a broken rib, uh, which is a shame. Um, so it's... It's one of them where it's it's going to happen. If these guys, they, if, especially people like The Big Show and Kurt Angle are going to be like, I will fucking show them. Do you know they're all backstage, all these will fucking show them. Just be a little bit rougher. It's going to happen. And you know I mean? We had, we had um, uh, Brian, uh, Do Do I can't think of his name. I want to say Dovakic or something like that. Danovic. That's it, Danovic. Um, it was only a fucking hour ago. Talk <laughs> about him. Uh, we have Brian Danovic who got who had to uh, leave because of like torn muscles, and now Chris Naraki's got to leave because of broken ribs. It's like, come on. Just, yeah, when Al said that, I was like, ah, oh, so they're going to give him a chance to quit for they say you voted off. <laughs> Motherfucking go. But <laughs> like, don't uh, even open envelopes. Like, yeah, it's Chris, <laughs> you don't even open it, Al. He's got a broken rib. He said, trust me. Yeah, he said. Uh, he says no, though, uh, as, and it's time to announce the first cut, which is Nick Mitchell. See Bye, you Mitch. in a bit, you little cheerleading fuckpig. Uh, I did like how he was dressed as a cowboy for the sex test. I found it funny uh, until he turned around. <laughs> I know, I. It's like, yep, get him out, we don't need to see that. <laughs> but here comes Tory Wilson. Hello. Um, yeah, I think I just passed the sex test. <laughs> uh, Miz in a Santa hat and Santa boxer shorts he holds the ropes open for her bit early for Christmas lad each one of them because she's quite the slut have got 15 seconds to make out with a WWE diva now the second she said that I was like right yeah May right May <laughs> I was like then, May or Moolah <laughs> one of the then two then she's like come out Dom Marie it's like yeah oh was like, like, nice and then psych! accompanied by fabulous Moolah oh okay <laughs> Yeah, and May Young comes out. Surprise, surprise. Um, Daniel Puder, he goes first. <laughs> and he gets pulled down as a Tonight Show women alpha. Absolutely nothing to this segment. No, the nothing. best thing about this segment was Taz's comment when May came into the ring. Here's the Ring of Honor segment. <laughs> I love how she jumped into Justice's arms and got a bit of a spanking. Taz fucking he up corpse the shit. He was screaming, howling in laughter. Um Rodney Matt he wants a peck and gets taken down to the mat. Uh Ryback he gets the same but winds up on top of me. Feed me fucking more. Uh, Miz, he's got some Johnnies and he gets on the mat as well and he spanks me. It's like what the fuck is going on? And the Rocky goes last. He lays down slowly with May kind of laying on top of him. That's um, just what she's used to now, I'm guessing. Uh, Pewter, though, gets the victory and gets a lap dance from May Young. Another 15, 20 minutes fucking wasted. But is this because we've got to put that new up-and-coming May Young over? Did you notice when May was getting up off the mat, Ryback gave a little spank and Al, me Al just went nuts on him. <laughs> they were like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> she's mine <laughs> up next our first match of the night it is Spike Dudley and Billy Kidman versus Chavo and Rey Mysterio because there's nobody else in the cruiserweight division yeah. name me another cruiserweight Michael apart from them four Jamie Noble he's Who's not there in it no 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 don't count not on show I mean on the show Scotty Jamie. 
No, he wrestles on on pre-shows. Does he have? <laughs> We've not seen him for fucking weeks. We saw him last week. All right. That's, we've not seen him for one week. One's a number, Michael. Josh <laughs> Matthews. Josh. <gasps> Josh fucking Matthews. Yes, that's how we put Tough Enough over. Put the Cruiserweight title on that little cunt. Uh, but the splash, the splash after the 6-1-9 gives Ray the victory onto Spike. So coming into the pay-per-view, the champion loses, which obviously means the champion's going to retain at the pay-per-view. I think Spike holds belt for a while. Stop spoiling things! I can Spike. see him holding belt for a while. <laughs> I can see. Cut that out, Dave. <laughs> uh, we go backstage with the juice. He comes up to Josh Matthews to offer an apology. Uh, Josh, he looks scared as the juice talks about not taking him serious, even though Josh was a tough enough finalist. Uh, that's, yeah, he made it to the, he's basically fucking Chris Narocki. <laughs> no one ever is at a cunt again as it comes to wrestling for the WWE. Um, Jordan, he asked, he asked him to shake his hand, but he slaps Josh for the lack of respect. Um, so are we saying at the pay-per-view, possibly like on the pre-show or something? OJ versus, OJ versus Josh. Josh. 60-minute Iron Man, JBL on a pole. What got me? He was nowhere near that boy's face. And now he's bleeding. Yeah. I reckon, <laughs> right, and I'm not I'm not accusing anyone of anything here. It might be fake. No. <laughs> Booker saw Josh on his way to Teddy's office. And done thought, him in. And thought, this could work, but we're going to make it Need to be a bit more believable. I need to blade you. Or. <laughs> so we go into Theodore Long's office with a bloody Josh Matthews and Booker T. Uh, Josh says he wants the juice tonight, one on one, but he wants Booker T in his corner, and the match is set. And Teddy with a great line. Like, you want him in your corner. Even Ray Charles can see where this is going. Holla, <laughs> holla. Player, player. Uh, we see Team Guerrero and they're ready for their matches tonight. Even though Eddie doesn't have a fourth member yet. Eddie's looking a bit, a little bit nervous, but don't worry, he's fine. We're, we're in Texas, we're practically in Eddie's fucking house. RVD assures him that he's, he's going to call back. Play the pronoun game. We know it's obviously going to be Bob Holly because his <laughs> long-running feud with Angle from like 99, 2000. Bob Holly would have been a great shout to have if, if Cena right. would have been involved in somewhere else. Great shout. Uh, up next, it is the Juice versus Big JM. Michael Cole with line of the night. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, it looks like a man fighting a child. <laughs> exactly was that. Uh, JBL, he trips Josh as the referee yells at Booker, sending Cole completely over the edge. He's going wild. Fuck it. Come on, Booker! We get a high cross body from Josh. That gets a two as JBL now gets up on the apron. Michael Cole still going wild. Uh, that, that's enough of a distraction, though, to allow Josh to hit a low blow onto OJ, setting up Booker's axe kick. Josh Matthews has got a one on one victory on Smack of the Down. It's against the Juice, but it's still a one on one victory on Smack of the Down. That's two victories he's had in a row. He's on fire. He's on a fucking tear. He's on fire. Main event movement's got some competition. But it was like watching a man fight a child. It literally was. Josh Matthews oh, I, looked like a child. You can see why he didn't make it on Tough Enough because yet he might be able to wrestle and yet he might have a passion for wrestling. But he is the size of me. Yeah, I think you you've got a lot on him. Rey Mysterio makes him... He looks huge compared to Josh Matthews. Do you know what I mean? Put Madison Josh Rain looks huge compared to Josh Matthews. 
<laughs> well, put, put Josh Matthews next to the reflection of the big dog. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? While I'm on with them two pair of cunts. Jesus. There's a reason why he's stuck him as an announcer. Speaking of the reflection and the big dog, they are in tag team action up next against Eddie Guerrero and Rob Van Dam because there's nobody else in the mid card. See, <laughs> RVD, his singlet matched Eddie's car. Yeah. Tag team unity right there. Absolutely. Not team angle. Black and orange. What? But they're not. They're, that's Nothing the thing. like a tag team. That's the thing. Not team angle are exactly what they are. They are not team angle, but they don't even like a tag team themselves. Not even no cohesion between them two. Do you know what I mean? Once Kurt Angle fucks them off, are these two going to go on for tag team glory? Do you know what I mean? There's, you could have been, you, we could have the reflection is Black Pants AMJ, the big dog is Black Pants ALR. Yeah. Just so they look like, do you know what I mean? Just so something as simple as that. Just so they look like a fucking tag team. Not just two big beefy single jobbers, which is exactly In what they look like. different coloured pants. In different coloured pants. But here comes Carlito and Jesus to do commentary. Now, uh, that headset can't be good on his afro. <laughs> no, but you'd have to pull it round, wouldn't you? You'd have to put it behind it. No, he has it on top. Underneath. No, that's what I mean. But that's it. With any any man would have to put it around him or put it on, uh, put it uh, behind it. Um, everything breaks down as Eddie hits three amigos on the big dog and rolling Funday on Jindrak. Um, Carlito gets drop kicked off the apron, but Rob misses a dive. Uh, with the referee distracted, Eddie hits the apron with a chair and throws it to Jesus. So Carlito and Jesus are gone. Uh, back in stereo frog splashes give Eddie and Rob the victory. And after the match, the most obvious of obvious, Eddie announces the fourth member of the team. Da, 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 da. And his name is John Cena. John Cena. I love how Eddie actually said, and his name is John Cena. Jesus and Carlito are going to get a bad ring from. I hope his kidneys are alright. I don't feel. I, yeah, because if they're only just that saving, long. they're only just saving his kidney last week. Is it really, really advisable to step in foot of uh, well, inside of wrestling ring? Cena, um, in it. Da, 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 da. He should have had a year off. He took about six months. Come yeah. back at Rumble that year. Very true, very true. Uh, we go to commercial, we come back, and we see Carlito yelling at Teddy Long about what just happened. But Teddy's not having it uh, because Jesus was in the same club as Cena that night. So he's Teddy Long trying to say that Jesus is Jesus. And he's saying that Jesus has got a criminal history. You can't be saying Jesus was a criminal on TV. <laughs> Jesus was a criminal. You can't be saying Jesus was a criminal on TV. <laughs> We see JBL, he's ranting about getting out of Texas because he wanted a better life. Uh, the only reason Booker T was WCW champion because JBL wasn't in WCW. He's not the losing. only reason you were WWE champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. <laughs> he lists off everything that he's gone through as champion and he isn't losing on Sunday. Instead, he'll be putting Booker through more than Booker has ever thought possible because that's what JBL does. Believe yeah, that. He could have gone a lot different there. He could have done what Alan did. I'm glad he didn't. I'm a hell of a lot glad he didn't. Hell of a lot glad he didn't. We now look back at Heidenreich attacking Jackie Gadia and Charlie Haas last week. And here's Paul Heyman to yell at Michael Cole, calling him a JR wannabe. Couldn't, couldn't agree anymore. Uh, Taz, though, he's tired of this. Takes he, his he takes glasses off. off. He contemplates <laughs> choking the yes! fuck out of him. Uh, but Heidenreich is in the ring. Uh, the lights go off though, and we see the Undertaker who's staring Heidenreich down until Heyman breaks it up. Undertaker though is just staring at Heidenreich. He just uh, don't move. Brilliant. He's gonna kick fuck out of you, sunshine, at Survivor Series. Taker's just like swing, go for me. Come on, come on. Get in ya. Come on. 
Come on. Yeah. Come in for your motherfucker. Like I said, it's not one of the most... Uh, the storyline itself and the build has not helped, I think, because Undertaker's not been on screen. Yeah. Like, we've you only need... seen... Haven's done his best. Absolutely. And Brock Lesnar 2.0, it, he's not fucking great, is he? And we've gone down various routes from poems to fucking straight jackets and various to rape. Trying to rape. <laughs> to try and put this guy over. Uh, but it's not really worked. Yeah, and Cole don't even thank Taz for having his back there either. <laughs> well, he's a prick. Uh, <laughs> are you ready for the main event of Smack of the Down? It is Big Show versus Kurt Angle. Uh, Team Angle's out with Kurt who says that Team Eddie has no chance because no one can beat him. Uh, Team Eddie come out to even things up as we go to the break. Uh, we come back, Angle's not wanting to get in the ring and, until the reflection offers a distraction. The cheap shot from behind doesn't work, so show Blast Angle in the chest with some chops. Another distraction fails. Team Angle get the better of this as we get an ankle lock applied. Big Show breaks it up, grabs a choke slam, drawing in the reflection and the big dog for the DQ. Uh, Post-match, Angle goes for the ankle, and it looks like, as the show goes off the air, he has broken Big Show's ankle, Michael. It did look that way. What got me, did you notice the crowd pop for RVD, music hitting, and then when Eddie comes out with him, it just raises. Why not just have Eddie's music come out, play? Because you would have instantly got that crowd reaction. Yeah, you would have carried on, absolutely. Absolutely. Not to discredit Van Damme or anything there, but... Eddie's music would have got the bigger pop. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So then, how many Smackdowns for... How many Smackdowns for that Maven? <laughs> one Smackdown for... Uh, I three. agree. I agree. One Smackdown for that Maven. And how many Mavens overall for the build? Uh, three. I'm giving it a solid three because Raw, we've, we've been giving that threes, threes and a half because of Mavens. But Smackdowns, we've been giving them ones, one and halves and twos. So I think three is about correct... Yeah, it, Raw's it, been the team angle. Team Guerrero has been the best bit of SmackDown. No, oh, absolutely. Eddie and Angle, the best you, bit of SmackDown. You've got all, you've obviously. got all the best guys there, haven't you? Do you know what I mean, you've you've got the you've got your best guys there involved in in that uh, in that storyline. Um, with no, because he's involved in World Title, and Taker's involved in Ivory Break. Oh, all right, I see. But they're not going to be involved in multi-man matches in, in Survivor Series. As, 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 as. No, we've got Jindrak and Reigns. Because, hey, you leave my reflection and Big Dog alone. I'll set them on you. They'll, they'll, they'll dirty, dirty all over your ass. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be slow and uncomfortable and a bit jobbery and a bit green. <laughs> That's what they'll do. I think for me, SmackDown, yeah, it was enjoyable. All of it was enjoyable. I didn't. I didn't feel like watching it any episode was tiring or tiresome or just... I didn't feel like any episode of SmackDown or Raw felt like I wanted to skip through it. I wanted to get to the next segment. Yeah. I enjoyed the build on both. But like I said, coming out of it and reading what I've read about the, all the releases, I find it baffling. Like We even missed a bit in Raw, by the way, Michael, with Maria. Maria is a backstage announcer. Yes. A new Terry Runnels. So, so you've got all these new stars that have, are in new um, new positions, but yet in the same week you are kicking everybody out. Get out! Fuck off! Leave! Yeah, you got all these new guys, but we need to make room. Uh, yeah, we've got to make room. The the but the money's the, we need to save money because we've got a fuckload more people. But it happens every year. 
It does, it does. On that note, Michael, we'll leave it there. For this. We apologise again for quite the long one. Uh, on that note, Michael, if you want to let everyone know, what, as always, where they can find us on all forms of social media. So on Instagram and Twitter, it's at Army Era Podcast. On Facebook, it's our full name. That's Ruthless Aggression Era Podcast. Same on YouTube. And if you'd like to support the channel and buy us a drink, you can on Patreon, which is David. It's patreon.com forward slash RA Era Podcast. Do you want to support the show? You can get access to exclusive content. But until Survivor Series, I have been Dave. That has been Big Sexy. Until the series of Survivors. Peace out, people. Ruthless. Sweating my blood too. I'm wearing a smell sphere. I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. They smoked, I was hot. I want it all. Excess. The sex. Much success. Stress us. I want it all. No less. So come on.